Hello everyone, and welcome to the Guild Wars 2 podcast. I'm your host, myself, Jebro, and some guests that I don't like anymore, and haven't liked for a long time. Twitch.tv slash JebroUnity, every week at the moment. I hope you're very well. Today we're going to be talking about guild halls, getting the guild hall in End of Dragons, and I have other guests that are also here. And then we'll be able to talk momentarily. There we go. Just in a moment. We don't deserve yeah. this. I'm just kind of enjoying myself here. I mean, yeah, good. They're on boats right now. And We're I'm... on boats. The I'm... entire raiding party has just been circumnavigating Saitan province. That's Pro- good. Province. Important. And uh, it's very beautiful, I must say. We are in game. So if you are here live in the chat, uh, in the stream live right now you can come and join us because we're going to actually play <gasps> someone's got their worm out um <laughs> in the game um, we're actually going to go and play guild mission a guild hall you can't contain your penises <laughs> uh wow actually rude I, I i was not even talking about that i'm talking about a literal worm in the game i'm gonna show you right now it's oh, there I right in front worms. of me like, and i was just quoting it jebro died. there by it the just way died. Was just, it was a direct quote yeah that was a direct yeah. quote from jebro about five minutes ago <laughs> the worm is dead <laughs> can we be can we be heard now i think we can right oh yeah yeah no you yes. can be heard can we oh, be a part of the herd though off strong perfect Nick. We made it back. Move on NA. Oh gosh. Yeah, Nick, Nick you can join us. Any, if, Hi, if everyone. Any, oh, if any arena net devs want to join us, Nick, get your friends. You can come. You are the best. Come and join but us. But you're also going to have to join the guild. Else. You don't have to. <laughs> It's a lengthy contractual. <laughs> I mean, contractual. Wait, no, no, no. Yeah. I think Nick is first actually you've got in to the apply. guild. I think first yeah. you got to apply, and then. And then we'll we'll look at your application. We'll see whether or not <laughs> not yet. tractual. There will be several rounds of interviews, some written and some on webcam. And then we will also require a submission of fan fiction just to get mm-hmm. the full like understanding. Well, there of is an application. Because <laughs> now that now that Connor uh, is moving on. Uh, we need to make sure that uh, his Snargle legacy can live on. So yes. we're going to need some Wait, Connor is moving on. He... Yeah. Yes. Departed from the studio. I didn't see that. I didn't Blessed see that. Blessed Connor. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah it was just today. Three times. I think that happens with story peeps sometimes, though, the, when an expansion's released, right? It kind of happens with everybody game. in game dev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Been around for a while. Did great work. Very, yeah. very excited to see the future. And amazing when, content. That's the that's the only thing with writing and doing something so good on a game where you're like, I don't know if, do you know what I mean? Like you've done something so good, it's like, what do you do next? I go and do another game, or do I try and like one up? Like that, like, the writing was so good. I'm just like, what yeah. what do you do? Like, I, I, mean, have a, I have a feeling that blame. Indigo and Nick are definitely going to do a good job with Snargle. I think. Oh, I think, they're yeah. definitely going to do a good job with Snargle for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I think that might be a title of a Snargle book, doing a good job with Snargle. Well, actually, isn't, uh, isn't Indigo like head of writer for what was the, the position called? Narrative for? lead. Narrative lead. For... Hands. Hands. Wow. That's another. That's another title for a Snargle book. Snargle's in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> 
let's do an intro and also nick if you do want to join us in and also anyone else ign's in game na we are on we're going to go and take the guild hall we're going to talk about it if you want to go into the discord as well for the Lightbringers, that is up if you want to go in there no one's in there right now you don't have to it's up to you if you want to go and hang out with some peeps we did guild missions last week this is a quick little plug for the guild if you want to join the guild there'll be an application link in the thingamajig so we can send you links to discord and also the guild and get you invited we've been doing things on a saturday mostly at the moment um and probably over the summer things will kick off a little bit more uh, and obviously when hopefully people want to run other events we've been doing infusion trains we've been doing hp runs we've been doing guild missions we did raids and strikes a couple of weeks ago Kreef was there for that um, why uh, I... haven't you told me about any of these because they're in the Discord, and you oh, never we, pay attention. We emailed you. Discord? Oh, we yeah, linked we you. Email we sent you the link. Yeah, oh, did... we're just circling back. Did you get I that? Did I get never the... got any of these emails. Are they in the mail? Is that what's happening Why right now? I sent you a handwritten letter. Yeah. We tagged okay, you in the CC. Right, news. <laughs> we sent it to your other email. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty sure you're doing some critical stuff? Okay, fine. Right, Rookery, what do you wow. do? Where do you do it? Tell us quickly what you would like also in addition if you were going to go into a guild hall the first snack to greet you snack there like it was just there before you've even taken it Jebro, this is maybe the most bizarre question you've ever asked <laughs> welcome to my world <laughs> there's a list that of is not the most questions. bizarre question i've ever asked uh, <laughs> you need to you need to be you need to we need to do podcasts every day i mean <laughs> Truly. Sure, yeah. Understand. We'll start working on that. Um, yeah, you can all find me everywhere at Rookery. Um, <laughs> I am myself working on uh, my full Guild Wars 2 fanfiction compendium. So I think from here on out, we'll probably be shifting all of our streams to just mm. kind of be oriented around that. Um, you know, I really, I feel like I really found my groove when I had to do the applica uh, application for the Lightbringers podcast. So, mm -hmm. like, now I think I'm just going to mostly focus on that, starting with fanfiction of Jebro and Boots' characters, who I'm pretty welcome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... look at this. Everybody look at the screen. Jebro fits in between my legs. Oh, this scene hasn't changed I yet. I can't see you. <laughs> but just, just to know for the viewer, oh, Jebro yeah. does... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I everywhere. Uh, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, it has an underscore after it, so Rookery underscore. Um, but you can find me everywhere there. And what snack mm -hmm. would greet me in a guild hall? No, what snack um, would you like like to greet you? It doesn't have to be specifically Guild Wars 2 themed. I'm not asking you to like, does it have look to be food. like an edible snack or the other definition of snack? Um, I mean, oh gosh, yeah, the snack that I want. I'm not going there. <laughs> just the something snack. you can eat. I mean, I mean, you can Ambiguous, No, no, no. Ambiguous. The double snack that I would like to eat when I come into the guild hall is Kroof's Ranger. Um, really like the fashion. <laughs> you did I love go a there. No, that's okay, I guess. So that's where I'm at right now, I think, yeah. Oh, damn. That's all. My noin is pretty tasty. Yeah. Kroof. Hi. Y'all, for reference, <laughs> for reference, it is currently 95 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm a little... It, it's a day. It's, um, it's affecting more, me. It's yeah. affecting me in Celsius? Uh, in Celsius, probably 5,000 degrees Celsius. I didn't go to school for changing temperatures into different 30, Fahrenheit yeah. Celsius. 
Did you just call me old, Jebro? I'm not pushing 30. I'll no. have you know. What do you mean old? I'm 40. Wow, Jebro. Wow, Jebro. Anyway, hi, I'm Kroof. I do a lot of YouTube stuff over at Kroof. I'm doing a lot of build videos. Uh, and I'm here on Twitch streaming throughout the week, Tuesdays through Saturdays. On Fridays, which is later tonight, I will try to muster up the courage to play Elden Ring in this oh, God's forsaken heat. Um, I so far have not died. I'm really, really good for it being my very first Souls game. Not died at all. I'm actually more than halfway through in two hours. You've not died so... at all. No, I don't know. I don't get what everyone's talking about. It's so easy, but um, well, it's because you're a Guild Wars two player, and it really trains you to be that good. Yeah. Exactly. You're really good exactly. at lying as well. Just saying. That was my 2021 New Year resolution, so it seems to be paying off. It is 2022, but, um, so <laughs> I mean, now I have to now year. I have to be even better. <laughs> so, and I guess do I have a different question or do I have the same no, question? You, you're just gonna have the same one. Oh, so original. Okay, so I would probably... I've always wanted to taste Zaitan's many tongues. So if you could, like, cut off one of Zaitan's, like, mouth like noodles. Worms. I don't know if they're very gummy. I mean, the texture might be, but the flavor... The mm, fact that that's they, like a bean boozled. It, like, I just ate this vomit, This isn't like probably. an order thing. <laughs> this isn't like a Jebro's, like, you know, delivers some random snack to the guild hall. This is like a... I guess, I guess it's such a dream situation, isn't it? Okay. But, like, I just want to know, do they talk? Do they have their own brains in them heads? Or do, or they... do they taste good? Um... I don't know. I feel like there's a lot to do with those, like, mouth worms. That'd be cool. I mean, you could probably write some fan fiction around that. Yeah, the... Ooh, the snarkle? I feel snarkle. like there's some things that could be done with those mouth worms. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that goes right in there. Yeah. Like, do you turn to stone? I just like, yeah, the idea that one of the mouthworms just is not on board with anything that's going on, and he's just like named Jeff, and he's like, I'm just gonna be over here on the left side of Zaitan. <laughs> How many does it least... take to get to the center of Zaitan's tongue? The <laughs> world like may the never poop. know. <laughs> this is an especially spicy lightbringers. All right, I'm here for it. It's hot. It's 95 degrees. It's, it's also hot minutes. in this world. Yeah. I'm also sick, so maybe I'm a little delirious. Oh, maybe no. like this is all just a dream. It's okay. I'll make it through. You're all making me feel better just by your beautiful presences. So. The best dream, if, it, if there was ever <laughs> going to be a dream. Um, I had a weird dream last night. It was that my neighbor, um, who makes loads of noise, actually lived in my apartment. It was very weird. <laughs> and they were quiet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was a, a nightmare. Um, <laughs> okay. Boots. Uh-huh. Intro thing. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, hey. I didn't have enough time for, to prepare for this. <laughs> uh, oh, hi. Uh, hi, hi. Oh, hi. hi. I'm Boots. Uh, you can find my stuff at World of Vendors. I do videos and also on Twitch sometimes on Boots mm -hmm. underscore. And... Snack, eh? <laughs> oh, no. Was that a Puppo sneeze? Yeah. Oh, sneezy Puppo. Yeah. It's allergy season. We're all dying. I, I gave the dog a cold. So that was my bad. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't have been open mouth kissing that way. I like to open mouth mouth. I like to open mouth kiss doorknobs. <laughs> Just in public. I see a handle. I have to... <laughs> Um, okay, all right, boots. Keep going. What's I your snack? I haven't even. <laughs> I, don't know. I haven't done anything today. 
I'm just saying, everyone watching and listening live, like I and like or or even not, I haven't even said anything today. I'm just saying. Um, I think uh, honestly, I I have so many snacks that I like, uh, but probably one that I'll eat no matter how full or uh, sick of them I am are nerds. I like yeah, nerds. I like nerds those. are so good. Yeah, They're like yeah, a yeah. passing past, like a <laughs> small table snack, aren't they? But out of anything you could choose, you pick nerds. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I like that Rich was the only one that actually answered like a, a regular snack that a person would eat. I, yes. I haven't answered yet. Uh, wow, Rook. <laughs> Thank you, Rook. You just glossed oh, over Jebro. Like, wow. and, he wasn't gonna, and he wasn't gonna do a regular snack. Now he's gonna do a regular snack just to spite you. Well, I was gonna do chicken yeah. nuggets, so. Oh, that's oh. where it came from. Okay. That explains everything. Yeah, it does. But oh, chicken, nuggets chicken nuggets with a multitude of sauces. I sweet and sour. What's your favorite sauce? Barbecue sauce. Uh, oh, I don't know. It could be mayonnaise is good with chicken nuggets as well. Ooh. Um, sweet and sour is good. Barbecue sauce. And like a bit of Tommy exactly. C. Tommy C. Or Tommy K. How do you feel about ranch? I like ranch, yeah. That's I say about... ranch, though. Um, ranch, ranch is delicious. Ranch. Ranch. What is ranch in Guild Wars 2 interior? I was going to say Tamriel. <laughs> gold class. Wait, what? <laughs> it's delicious. Uh. <laughs> I'm so confused. Um, I like ranch a lot. It's my favorite dressing. I it's like... the most delicious. The quickest way to my heart, other than a Mortal Kombat finisher, is ranch. <laughs> Okay, wow, good those, to know. Those more combat know. finishes are brutal, if you've ever seen Yeah. Them. Yeah, especially now. They're very brutal. Back in the day, when I was like a tiny child, like when I was a, a kid, Mortal Kombat 1, back in the day when you had to wait and for stuff in the mail, Kroof. Um, <laughs> I, I was around for that. You were around for post? <laughs> I had to wait for a Harry Potter game to come in the mail when I was five. I was checking oh. the mail every day, complaining to my mom. I was very upset. <laughs> five-year-old crew waiting for harry potter i know okay um so if you don't know what's going on oh yes uh, twitch.tv slash unity is me jebro unity everywhere to do all things mostly friday saturday sunday streaming um i am working with kids and adolescents at the moment uh as a mental health counselor so if you do want to support the channel that is how i earn a living and it's the same with these peeps if you want to go and check out this stuff check them a subscription by the expansion uh, and support them, I would massively appreciate that you go do the things, even if you just chuck them a follow, it's all support, and if you go and say hello in their streams and stuff when they're doing the things, that would be awesomely appreciated. Um, and yeah, we are going to be taking the guild hall in End of Dragons, which is going to be fun. Um, first thing I'm going to talk about and ask is, how do you know where to go to get this? <laughs> I was just I smart. You. Oh. I mean, I just... You were smart. You literally well, said one of the first things was, where do we go, Jebra? <laughs> like, where yeah, do we go? No, I Boots didn't say did. that. Oh, Boots, Boots did. did. I did. I did. So that's, that, that was my answer to this question. It was, I asked you guys. Oh, that's, that's true. Um, <laughs> in order to find the new guild hall, you need to do a lore deep dive. And you need to know <laughs> that the island itself is located off of Seitong because uh, uh, it was yeah, actually that's right. that's back in the history where the uh, original founder of the Ministry of Purity was killed. Mm. So if you do that deep lore dive, 
um, then you'll be able to locate it. But it is actually just Satan Province, yeah. I was going to say, or... yeah, because like we get a boat there. <laughs> like, it's not actually in the map. Uh, right. Well, that actually makes a lot of sense. To Simply me. watch the uh, Jade. What was it called? It wasn't called Taitung Province. If you watch the Xingjie Island live stream, that's right. It showed off the portal there too, and then I remembered. Yeah, I was like, true. "Oh, that's the Guildhall portal." It was also in. If you watched every single uh, creator who was invited to the Stop. Guildhall taking. They showed yeah. where you started as Not well. Not all of them actually did. Yeah. I was I watched two I know, or I was three like of every them. single. I watched two, um, a couple of them, and they didn't even show it. They just showed the start of the guild mission. And no, I that's was why like, you have to what? watch every single one. Just I showed oh, it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. See I showed it and talked here. about it. Oh, wow! But right. before, just to make I sure, Jebra, have you <laughs> gone to the guild hall area in Lion's Arch to talk to person? Have I done the thing? Have I done what? Where you have to like put in material to go get the guild hall. <gasps> Oh, really? Well, Landy, there you go. That's going to be something that I'm going to have to go and do. <laughs> I had forgot about that, and I tried to do it on stream, and I was like, oh, I have to have 100 gold, and then we also the favor. stuff. We have That's the favor. We have the favor, yes. We um, need 100 gold. I, well, I mean, I've got 100 gold. <laughs> oh, must be nice. Yeah, I've got 4,000 gold. It's fine. Uh, I have 78 what? gold. Hello, and you didn't give any of it to me? Wow, Jabro. My main, wow. my main like, pers like purpose in life is not to give you gold and guild wars too, fortunately. Oh, wow, someone's got a really nice boat. So, what do we That's have to do? That's not very socialist of you. The gold. <laughs> I thought you were British. I am in a game. I'm not socialist now. <laughs> I am very selfish. Um, hold on a second there. This boat goes to the abandoned island. Even seasoned adventurers need to stay vigilant. Never know what you'll run into out there. <gasps> what do you know about the aisle? We're talking about the Guild Wars 2 thingamajig. Old people want to be coming to the guild. There we go. Thank you. Okay. Years ago when the ministry was at its peak, uh, Reiku Mur Murakami <gasps> was killed there. Mm -hmm. Sparked the beginning of the ministry's downfall. No. Oh, yes. Even today, some people are still attracted to Jebra's true feelings. Jebra, pre-definitive, yes! Uh, oh, no! So I mean, yeah! Oh, so you've got to go to Lion's Arch and do this. Okay, well, everyone, yeah. everyone's welcome to come with. Or, and also, people, if you do want to... If you want to donate towards the guild, I know people wanted to. Uh, I'm going to give you the option. You do not have to at all. I have the money. Uh, donate to get the whole slash guild stuffs. Send me the gold if you want. Don't have to. Okay, I'm gonna go over to Lion's Arch. So where where in earth is this? Why did they do it this way? It's weird. Because it's always been that way, Jebro. But why? Because part of Thorn said always, so. Something's always been that way. Doesn't mean it stays that way. I mean, I mean, yeah, most of the time. It's to yeah. add to the immersion of the world, right? That like these are supposedly like real locations that actually have a physical existence. Mm -hmm. So I think the idea is that the portals like 
are meant to be coherent with that kind of idea or like you know but i mean i do agree that it's it's probably a little confusing for people unless like they straight up like go and look into this right like it would be nice if when you i don't know first discovered about guild halls or you form a guild or something and you're talking to the guild person they say specifically like hey did you know that as a guild you can also capture a guild hall and then they like list it all of them or like where they might be so that you could pick one or see them or yeah yeah Tea. So wait, wait, where do I go? <laughs> where do I go to? Do I go inside? Uh, yeah, you go inside. Oh. You then talk to someone. You go directly to the left, to okay. the left room, and you talk to the Canthan representative. If, if this is just audibly on and you're listening to this podcast, by the way, we're going to try and do our best to describe, because I will put this on audibly as well. But people, we're taking the guild hall if you don't know. So we're going to, we're actually in the guild hall now, uh, and I'm going all the way to the left. And I'm pretty sure it's Minister... Yes, the Minister. Oh, they look awesome. <laughs> Very nice little room. It is, right? Like, I mean, is, this isn't new, though, is it? No. no. You just don't really MC. come here because it's only for guild hall acquisition. Or if you don't have a guild hall, you use um, that, I believe. Well, this yeah, NPC is maybe. so special, they're hovering above the ground, so that's cool. Uh, <laughs> they lis listen to Dua Lipa once. I'm levitating. <laughs> uh, Minister of Urban <laughs> Planning, if I may have your moment, moment of your time, the MUPs scouting an island off the MUPs? Okay. Uh, the Ministry of Urban Planning. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool. I love it. I said MUPs right then. I didn't say MUPs. Like... It's called... I mean, it's it, people call it MUP. I mean, everybody calls say, it MUP. Do they? Yeah, oh, of course. Okay. Of course. Everybody calls it MUP in Tyria. <laughs> Island of the Xingzhe's coast, the Isle of Reflection, dare I say. It, it, it would make a great spot for a guild hall. Ooh, interesting. Tell me more. It's a small isle off the coast of Xingzhe. Much of it is abandoned, but what remains of Balthazar's arena is still there. Ooh, the natural scenery is beautiful. Waterfall, shores, picturesque hills. My guild and I will handle it. Small hand going in the air. Can you tell me what the place looks like? Oh. Wait, what? Oh, nice! Of oh, nice! Where sea spills over into sky, and you've never seen this before. Slumbers. Oh, I love that. I actually didn't see this either when we were doing the, the previous stuff. It's nice that they actually like show you a little. Yeah, they had the, they have this for um, the Heart of Thorns ones when and the uh, Fire. What? I totally didn't even realize. We didn't know. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wow! That should play when you first get to the map. Oh, I feel like everyone missed this. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, this is awesome, and it's nice to get a little preview, especially because the guild halls can be like a pretty big investment for, you know, uh, for groups, especially if you haven't done it before. It's a pretty big undertaking. Oh, this one's so beautiful, though. Oh my god, this is amazing. They went hard on the cinematics this, this expansion, and they're so good. That's one of the best cinematics in the game. I would have totally missed that. I would have totally missed that. Do you want to do you want to listen to it this time, or do you want to? Should we just go in? I mean, we can always let's just go in. Let's do it. We're gonna be there. Why would squatters take to this location? Good question, Raker. Founder of the Ministry of Purity was killed on the island, so people tend to avoid it. People perhaps it's convenient place for squatters to use that for right. Right, that makes sense. Okay, let's just go. And we no wait. Can we talk about the ethical? thing that we're like the dilemma that we're kind of facing right now these are squatters they have squatters rights and we're just waltzing <laughs> no 
and taken over their home. No. Yes. Yeah. Because oh, we need a good guild here. hall. We need a good guild hall. Get out. Begin there. <sighs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Get out. Oh, it tells you where to go when you go to the guild hall master explorer person. That's awesome. Yes. Beyond will be waiting for you once you Beyond. Okay. That's great. Okay, Do you want to well, talk about the ethical dilemma of killing Deimos? He was just doing his job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not get into that. That's you're right. It's it's rough. <laughs> it could take us at least four episodes to talk about De that issue. So demons are so misunderstood. <laughs> they really are. And also, according to Jebro, the Ministry of Purity was misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I mean. Hey, you know, I mean. Slightly regrettable things said about that. Unfortunately, there's always good sides. No. Some, no. Not in this one. Uh, good people on both sides. Is what you're <laughs> okay, saying? I don't know. Okay, so we go. Alright, you're gonna go do it. Now. Thank you to the people what who donated as well. Skin? Thank you for the gold donators. I appreciate you very much. Again, if you do want to donate, it's up to you. You don't have to. That's how it should work. I mean, maybe. Right, I'm gonna be there very soon. I'm gonna take a little cheeky. Uh, it's Eastern Wilds. There we go. Love these raptors. They're so good. Uh, <laughs> I could have just teleported, I guess. Um, so, so that, so that's not too bad. So already, my 10% teeth. <laughs> um, oh, we've got some amazing people here. Uh, we've actually got like 15 people as well joining us. This is awesome. Good stuff. Was Boots day drinking? <laughs> uh, no. I think that's actually like Rook, to be fair. <laughs> We're going to be honest. What? No, she's this sick. This is a water bottle. Yeah, I'm she needs to. Yeah, she's I'm day drinking. <laughs> I'm day drinking water. When you're sick, you have to drink fluids. That is true, though. And actually, tequila's the fluid. Actually, if you've got a cold in England, so my, my, so when I had a cold, I lived with a guy, and his nan is Irish, and she used to come over every winter. And whenever we she'd come over, she said the best cure to get rid of your cold is like a stinking hot curry, and some whiskey. And like, wow, worked every time. Like it, the yeah. the curry just burnt it out of you. Like it just burnt the cold out of you. And the whiskey was probably just a fun extra thing. I don't An think that internal disinfectant. <laughs> fun. You know, you couldn't like. It, it was the way that you made it so you couldn't feel anything after your entire senses were burned by the curry. Yes. You know? Basically, that's actually the reason. <laughs> that's fully it. That is fully it. Um. Okay, here we go. So we're gonna go. So the experience is here. We got there's there's the personage over here, the guild hall explorer. Might I just add? I love that I'm the right. only untamed in this squad. <laughs> that is so funny to me. Oh wait, 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 wait! I think I went to the wrong place. What, what are you using to untame? Um, I'm like just interrupt build and oh. tank. Oh. Okay. Wait, where do I have to go now? Proof. <laughs> I didn't pay attention. Oh. What do you mean? I you go through the portal. Place. You have to put your butt through the portal. You just have to go through the portal. The oh, yes, but I wanted Jebro. to talk to the guy and I wanted them to tell me more things. You well, must you don't get any more things. You already expedition. talked to him. Fine. He has very it. limited dialogue options and he said, you know what? I don't get paid enough for this. Okay, listen very to the stuff. Listen, among other things. Yeah. I think everyone has to go through the portal on their own. Yeah, everyone come through, please, peeps. We'll okay. wait for everyone. Come through, Some yes, my Some people haven't done this yet. 
don't start it yet either. There will be plot sure. as we go into the island and through everything here. So, Jabra, you will get more of your contextual lore and dialogue. Yeah, I'm just making sure everyone's waiting. I just want to hear it. Uh, I'm excited. I haven't done this yet. Two peeps. I haven't done this yet, One so I'm peep. genuinely excited, everyone. How do you all feel about peeps? Oh, as a snack? Like the marshmallows. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. Wait, I don't care for the marshmallow. Yeah, they're heard? bird marshmallows, like covered yeah. in sugar. Sometimes bunnies. Mm, that too. That, yeah. Uh, also, yes, they're terrible. <laughs> they are yeah. pure concentrated sugar. I, yeah, I just like a normal marshmallow. For some reason, the peep it does something to me. Pee does something to you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to say that. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Did you just say pee? <laughs> I thought you said pee. I I have to piss. Go piss, girl. <laughs> anyway, let, let's talk about the int- the uh, the beginning here. What's going on? So it looks it's kind of actually this actually feels like one of the most darkest places. You remember the you remember the slums we were talking about the slums last week in um, yeah. Kanang City. This is the feel that I wanted. <laughs> This is yeah, the actually yeah, yeah. actual the feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there should be sm- there should be smog in Lower Kainang City. I, yeah, I think New Kainang. If they if they just added a layer of very thick mist and oh, fog, no. like in the cinematic, ah, oh, be honest, serve. To to to, very important question. I don't think I've seen any kind of like uh, coal burn. Like you know how uh, the Char are like a coal burning nation essentially, or yeah. oil and coal, mm-hmm. and. The humans in Tyria uh, I haven't even made that technology yet, and all of the Asuras tech is based on magic. Maybe that they have uh, they they went through like technology in different and like all their coal burning stuff is underground for the Asura, let's say. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with Jade Tech, the Canthans skipped the industrial age. You know, the uh, they're in the industrial age, but for Jade Tech, and it's kind of clean energy. Um, but I, I think they kind of skipped the coal age, so. We wouldn't actually have smog and kining, would we? We would never have smog. You'd have mist. I could do that. I mean, like, just environmentally, yeah. they could have like rolling clouds. But I guess there is a well, giant wall, so there wouldn't be a lot of mist because, like, the fog, I the mean, sea breeze wouldn't generate that much. You can get mist on. Mist would be, definitely exist. Mist is fine. Also, fantasy world. Like are we mist. talking about the existence of mist now? I think we <laughs> yeah. are. Oh, that's true. The Tengu, the Tengu use steam. They use steam power, I guess, before they use. You're right. Yeah, remember, Jade. there's the steam in the uh, actual. We have to do a quest yeah. with the steam in the city. Which in, in which case, I guess they either used wood burning ovens or coal ovens to heat the water for the steam, or yeah, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Or geothermal energy. Oh, that's the new stuff they're doing, isn't it? This is very important. I think we should talk about no, this, this for the next perfect. half an hour. The, the minutiae. We, we should are... probably not do the capture mission and just Yeah, yeah. Everybody just wait here on the docks for a little bit. We're having an important discussion. We are going to go talk to the thing with, <laughs> to, the, to the thingy, the NPC, and we're gonna, we are going to try to listen. There is no, as to note as well, Casimir is here as well, which is very cool. He's going to be joining I'm about us to, to attack. Okay. Ew. I'm glad you made it. Have someone, have someone ranked highly in your guild speak with me when you're ready That's to me. start. We're ready That's to me. I'm pushing ready forward. To meet you, <laughs> All right, I've Advanced got the voice going on now. Zoning and Development Analyst, MUP. 
the what now? Minister would brief me on the details. Our backup force should be here well before your land use permit expires. I was under the impression there were just a few squatters here. Can't be too careful, right? Besides, it was part of the deal you negotiated. This is your guild? Well, uh, don't worry. <laughs> I think our backup is rude. Here. <laughs> it is rude. I got this amazing. There's actually a lot of us here. Fine. Hey. Hello. Y you're leading the reinforcements from this. Oh, it's Akane. Akane, intern, second oh, class. Oh, nice. You the person who approves my unpaid overtime? <laughs> I don't. Did your squad already scout ahead? Ugh. I love Akane oh. so much. She's Seems so good. Like I need to work on my negotiation Oops. skills. But I'm sure we can handle a few squatters. Either of you ever been in a fight? Lethal force is strictly regulated, and it's outside the purview of my role with the Ministry. I beat out two other applicants to get this internship, so yeah, obviously. Internship. Don't worry, everyone respect the authority of the Ministry of Urban Planning. They get paid in their internship? I have this under control. No. <laughs> no. Terrible. Okay, so that's cool. Oh, hello, so in accordance with section 45.6.11 of the revised Kentham Land Use Code, you are required to vacate the premises. Amazing. It's time to beat up some squatters. Vacate these premises. God's the paperwork. Is these? I'm getting hazard papers. Oh, they're still going for the talking while we're killing. Is this scale with the amount of people or no? It does. It should. It does, yeah, but at least that's what we were told um, with the preview stuff. And that they had worked it in so that it could even flexibly, you know, in, in theory, scale to one player, um, but then would scale up with more players, too, so. Ooh, okay. Interesting to see, like, the maximum amount of paint. I mean, damn. 50. Yeah, okay. Meta scale guild capture. That'd be interesting. Oh, yeah. Has anybody tried the solo? One person can't do it. So Corb says that they tried it and it didn't really work out for the uh, single. You probably. It, like, it probably can be done, but still would require, like, a pretty high level of execution. So, like, if you want to do it, like, hard mode, maybe that's kind of like the single player experience. Yeah, it does seem like it could be maybe, um, at least from what I've heard from, from various people, that even with like small groups, it's still fairly difficult. Some people have found it to be a little impossible. It might be nice to see it tweaked eventually to where it would be a little more flexible, because I do really like, especially since we don't have single player housing in the game, to be able to like make a guild and then capture a hall yourself and like have that to decorate and use or like get scribing up like. I really do think it would be nice, so there might need to be like a little more adjusting f to make it accessible to more people, but I think it is possible. It's just that it would be very difficult, like Kurt was saying. Okay. Lipurist assassin. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Oh god, I'm out of the area. It really does guide you, like, specifically, doesn't it? Doesn't it? So it is kind of lit. So this feels very linear as opposed to the first two, the other two ones, where it was just like open map and you separate group wise, right? Um, it, at least in this first instance, this first yes. part. Okay. More of a directed sort of quest in a sense. Uh, like, like it has that. more structure to it, and then there are some like options as you go on. Oh, oh no. we're getting uh, oops, super loot bags from killing these champions. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
I just got the uh, the <laughs> the thingy daily quest or whatever it's called. Which, by the way, the Super Adventure box skins are pretty good. The purple They're ones. They're so good! Oh, the new one? The retro one's so good. Oh, yes. Not the purple ones, Jeb. No, the purple... I've got the... I've got the... the hammer. I got the hammer from last okay, week. Okay, good. The we purple ones look really nice for Mesmer. Oh, no, I like them, but I'm not... I'm not gonna make the effort to get them because I can't vomit. <laughs> True. I've actually True. got no time to get them, unfortunately. You could, you have four thousand gold. You can just buy them on the gem store. Yeah, yeah seriously. Mm -hmm. Wait, you can or buy not them the gem store. The, the, on the uh, auction. The, oh, they're uh, on the auction house. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, which okay. ones are? Which How much ones? Are the, the purple ones. <laughs> the purple ones. They're like sixty gold. gold. They're like sixty gold, I think. Okay, I'll get some like. Anyway, look at these areas again. This is kind of the stuff I want to see in Canva. Okay. It's oh, very cool. moody. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's sort of purposefully, right? Like, this place has a lot of history to it. There's this sense of, like, the ghosts of the past haunting, yeah. you know, the current day. A lot of a lot of heavy things happen here. And there are parts of Cantha that are very much like this. I mean, even on Seizhong, the bamboo forest and things like that, you know? Um, but there's obviously more that's happening here and maybe, like some not so just pure squatters on the island as we can guess by the sheer amount of purists that are all here yeah 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 nice they actually made this their own it's pretty cool like it is pretty cool i would i think i would genuinely like an, an entire zone like this though i i guess i miss i kind of like the ore zones in core like, as yeah. in, like, I really like those zones, other than the constant, like, death good, etc. Because um, <laughs> after a while, like, it was like, yeah, we know yeah. it's good. Good. So we keep telling it. Um, <laughs> but, like, I really like those events, the meta events and stuff. I still really, really miss the, the time, actually, of... Maybe that's just reminiscing. The temple events and stuff. Like, I actually really love those events. They were, they were pretty fun. Um, oh man, reminiscing about Core Guild Wars too. I think it's because we know, know. the the story is coming out next week. Um, season one. Season one is coming. Woo! Yeah. If you're thinking there might not be much structure to this podcast right now, it's because we're in the game trying to get the guild hall. Um, you, know, you know what I really like about this actually? If top right it says land use permit expires in precisely 31 minutes so that's our timer to claim yeah. this place and the idea is that the reason why if we don't claim it in 31 minutes is because the permit we have to take over the place is expired <laughs> and i kind of like that a lot that's cool okay now we're in the mounts we're following casimir and we're following kane or are we this going is where a little else? bit more uh, oh. choice comes into play. So you can oh, tackle okay. the different uh, bosses uh, in yes. different orders. All right, let's go. We're going over to the southwest. I was going to follow them, but I'm following everyone else now. Yeah, so there are three different bosses that um, we can choose to fight. You just have to complete all of them. Like, you don't have to burn them simultaneously or anything. Okay. You have to complete all of them before the time limit. And each one will feature a different set of mechanics and a different class that might be kind of familiar. Okay. Uh, everyone, can you can make sure you come over to the first boss? We're on the Enforcer at the moment. Uh, so we can see the others. Enforcer can be pretty spicy. It's also... yeah, we kind of went for the, uh, I think, the spiciest of the three Oh, first. crap. Okay, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh. It's also very similar to the strike mission uh, enforcer as well. Mm-hmm. And some of these abilities, I'm like, oh, could these be the challenge mode abilities as well? Like the the orbs that shoot out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, quick separate. Oh, spread those. Uh, oh, that this is much better than the other bosses from before. Oh wow, already. Oh, a double. He went to the bar. He's like, I'll have a double. Double bubble. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I'm liking this. Oh, this is oh, good. Oh. That spin kick is so vicious. It's so good. There's a lot of oh damage. Oh my god, a whirlbender. Oh, That's Lord. a lot of damage. Ooh, he's That's the burning that is getting me. Holy crap. Yep, CC that boss. Nice, everyone's been good. Ooh, it just got to 50%. Okay. Oh, there's new face. I love the idea of like his his tooltip is attacks recklessly. <laughs> Me and no, PvP, <laughs> not a thought in the wow. brain, just going. I feel attack recklessly. I feel like that attack could have been the Willbender attack. Like just added that. Do you know what I mean? Like that could have been an addition, like the projectile thing. Now, what do you want Guardian to be even stronger than it is, Jabro? <laughs> I mean, is Willbender strong? Well, uh, Guardian is. Willbender's kind of. Okay. I was gonna say, yeah. That's a wheelbender over there, anyway. That's fine. Oh god, I'm not scrapper. I tried to res with my. <laughs> Dang it. We gotcha. We gotcha. Oh. Nice. Let's uh, yeah, let's lock him down. Oh, run away. I get out. bonk. Good thing about playing hammers, I can just always say bonk all the time. I can see how this may be difficult for a small, very casual guild group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I do, yeah. I'm honestly, I do like the fact that it's not just a cakewalk. <laughs> honestly. I mean, well, it, it feels more be... interesting, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. And I think it actually, like, it adds to the story. It, it used to very much be, like, with the previous guild halls, that it was almost kind of just like a, you know, be able to through just you know existing and being in the area uh deal with endless waves right which yeah, like mm-hmm. in a sense i think does like you you can in a uh, deal with it a little bit better if you have a group and it's just like you don't have to really worry about it just as long as you have the numbers that can actually handle it or yeah. you like bring the builds that can deal with like groups and you know cleave them and stuff like that but here it really does feel like it's more of an like tied together into the story the location of this place the bosses themselves Knowing a little bit about like mechanics or different things, I really like it too. I totally agree. We're killing the mind blade, which of course is a uh, elementalist, right? Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> what we love seeing cool. Ellie praise. We do, yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> this is the mesmer, obviously. <laughs> oh. Um, but wow. one thing that's cool here is that actually they're wearing uh, outfits that might be familiar to people from Guild Wars 1 with the purists. Uh, they have the same kind of like white purist outfits with the masks. Um, the mobs here have those too, so they intentionally put a little bit of a throwback in with nice. some of their storytelling here. I like this arena area as well. I like the, um, I kind of like the, again, like the Mesmer Virtuoso, the opposite. Right, because the the utility skill, the daggers flight, they come down right on top of people's heads, whereas these ones like come up from the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. 
That's pretty cool. Like, I thought that was a really nice touch, and I was like, ooh, do I prefer that, or do I, I kind of, I like the rain, but this is yeah. just so interesting, seeing them, like, placed on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, I think, it, I feel like it's, uh, and maybe it's a bit too noisy for me, <laughs> like, other than in just this instance there, I guess, maybe. I like giving people quickness. It's a fun thing to do. I love that you like giving people quickness Aww. because I like getting quickness. <laughs> I've got a lag right now. It's not as good. So as helpful. Well, actually, he's pretty cool too. Someone's in the corner, like I can give regen, and we're like, cool. Yeah, all right. Well, that's, me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. My wings I mean, are for Like I do yeah. a little bit of Oh, you're, they're down in the uh, the spectre. That makes sense. Down in the. <laughs> I love that all the other bosses got a unique title for their, like, elite spec, oh, yeah. and then the Spectre's just like, I'm the Spectre. I'm the Spectre, yeah. It's a pretty cool name, though. I like that name. I don't do. Oh, it's oh, got no. the wells. Nice. Okay, cool. This is probably fine, right? Massive well. I don't need to get out of this, do I? It's the danger yeah. siren going by in the distance. That's just yeah. everybody about the mechanic. Oh, so much I had so much barrier there. Jesus. I just love that Akane is like, ugh, like off on the side. Like you just won't go down. Oh my gosh, fine. You kind of that move, aren't you? Well, Akane's actually smart because Akane's not actually stood in the AOE once. So the NPC is already doing better than us. I'm going to play at range. Yeah. I was, well, was kind of oh, standing directly in the Ooh. AOE. I don't think the AOE was doing that. anything. Oh, it's the, it was the stun. It was the stun well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think the specter of the three is like the... I, I like the, the fight mechanics, but is like maybe not as much of a threat as the other two, in a sense. Especially the Willbender. The Willbender, I think, is the hardest, absolutely. The biggest threat the is trying to get out. <laughs> oh, it's moving. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just was following everybody. Oh, no, I was as well. This I is a hard, hard encounter. We were going in a circle. We were just we wanting to be together as a guild. Play. This is fine. It's a nice yeah. cave, though. It's a very nice cave. It is. It's really, so really... There is a lot of awesomeness in this area. It's very cool. Oh, not the ritualist already Dazzle attacking Kapow us. Dazzle Kapow is the only one who knew how to escape the cave. <laughs> There's some intense range that the ritualist has. Boop. Hello, chats as well. If you have any questions for us, who in the chat has not done the guild hall? Who wants to do the guild hall? Let us know. Interested. What, what's all this stuff? This looks like I damage. love these bosses Those a are lot. mechanics. <laughs> you like the bosses a lot? Why do you like I the bosses do wish... a lot? Just because they are so much more interesting than maybe the other guild hall bosses. And especially in a guild context, I'm like, ah, could this be a oh. guild mission? Or could this be like a reoccurring guild event? Uh, they're really, really good. And it's like, I guess they aren't only used once, considering that some of these are used during the strike mission, which is nice to see. Um, but still, guild, guild stuff is always nice. Mm, I mean, it would be really back. cool. If, um, yeah, like, if they decided to do something, like you were saying, repurposing these, you could almost recontextualize this particular mission and be like, the purists are trying to retake the island, mm -hmm. or, you know, and kind of have a repeatable mm -hmm. version of this, and you could add something like that into the other guild halls. Of course, it would take additional work, but I do think that having that little, like, quest or repeatable stuff, they could maybe make 
like reuse of certain things that already exist in the game. Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Because at the moment, annoying. like, it feels like why? I mean, this is the thing, Rogue, right? I mean, like, yes, exactly like you're saying. They make the effort of making a guild hall. Like, that's a lot of effort. This is a big map. Like, there's a whole quest line. There's all the things you got to put in there. But like, what about the guild? Like the quests and stuff. I mean, like, <laughs> it just feels like it just feels so detached. Oh, nice. There it is. We did it. Got it. They left. They're gone. <laughs> really good encounter. Is that it? I, that, I am... Is that actually it? I think yeah. it's quite clear that this guild is just really good. This is like an incredible guild right here. So mm -hmm. I was able um, to pretty comfortably do this with 10 people for my guild. So I, I would say like five, I'd say like eight, 10 people is probably like a good size for like a strike mission esque feel. Well, your attempt to join is full. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes this happens. What? Oh. I think you, you can just you can go back into the guild hall. Like if you do oh. G, it'll probably just take you. If you oh, do the okay. guild hall travel. Um, hmm. But yeah. What what would I have to use to take it by myself? Uh, probably a guardian or a necromancer. Some Probably yeah, like reaper. Necromancer. Something yeah, with damage but self-sustain. What about a revenant? You'll probably die. I don't oh, think you should do it with rough. that. Yeah. Or the maybe. Actually, if you have a this... life siphon yeah, Shiro, maybe. CC build, yeah, you could do. You could go for, like, the full heal, like, Ventari slash new Vindicator stuff. I think it would take I... you an incredibly long time. Um, <laughs> sounds like I mean, a Boots think... Bad Build video to me. <laughs> no. Boots Bad Builds does a guild hall. Especially because you only have 30 minutes. I think that's maybe one thing. If you're doing it solo, they could just get rid of the timer. That'd be a, a compromise, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then you could just chip away at it. Because it is. it does seem like right now, with even with that new scaling feature that they added in, which I think, again, is like such a good idea for the longevity of, you know, guild halls or even like making them more accessible to people to use almost as like housing or things like that. Um, I love the idea of it, but it does feel like you were saying, Kruf, that like right now for the vast majority of people comfortably, you're going to be running about what you would baseline want to run anyway for the other guild halls, like five to ten people, you know? Um, mm. So it's it's sort of like if it's going to be more scalable, maybe at higher levels, we see it shine a little bit more, but it does seem like it would be pretty tough for most people. And from what I've heard from people, it's like go in just one or just a couple of people, Um so if they adjusted something, yeah, with the time limit, or even with just, I don't know, possibly uh, the, the the scaling on that smaller end, um, their health bars, I'm not sure, but I think it could help a little bit in that regard, so that more people could just get it if they wanted to, if they even only had a guild of one. If you want to drop 100 gold, you can have your guild hall all to yourself. Appreciate it. Yeah, so you got to drop 100 gold. I mean, in, in it is... Effectively, if you have it for yourself, then it is your personal home instance. You mm -hmm. think of it that way. Um, and I think there probably are people that do that to that degree. They probably get people to help um, them take it, and then they do that. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the thing, though, is that, like, why not make that a thing? You know what I mean? Like, if they don't want to add in, um, in the future, they can't, or for whatever reason, add in something like true instance single-player housing or, like, a room or something like that, which... I still have faith that at some point that could be something they could implement and we could see it as a future feature because, um, you know, they have a lot of the technology already. But if you have these gorgeous halls, 
I think you can quickly turn this into a selling point in your game if you do just make these even current halls yeah. essentially like a region that one player could have and like could decorate and could upgrade and could you know it could be like a long-term thing but like if you think about that and you compare it to other games where you're like oh you get a house i get an entire map zone with like multiple mm -hmm. buildings and i can you know what i mean like maybe they don't do that because the number of instances would skyrocket i i'm not sure maybe. if that would be hard to sustain but it seems like you know if you're able to pull this off with one player and if they are trying to add in scaling stuff why not like adapt this to be something that could essentially be a stand-in for players who really want something like instance housing which is a big draw in a lot of modern MMOs right now, and it's a huge thing that many MMOs are trying to like flesh out or implement. It's the one thing that is missing. It's the most iconic thing in MMO RPGs that exists now in a lot of them, that especially modern ones that that is missing. So Elder Scrolls Online, like I make comparisons to this because I think it's the biggest. I think it's the best comparison, probably, other than well, other than the specifically how much money you pay for different things i think warframe is another good one obviously that you've said rick in the past in terms of like that old school kind of just like you know third person all the things you know the world that you traverse and etc etc but like with eso like housing is is massive like you know every single time there's anything that comes out of the game it's like always new furnishings always new yeah lord of the rings as well um and yeah, so the Lord of the Rings has a ridiculous housing system. Final Fantasy XIV has a ridiculous housing system. But ESOs is like, you can get furnishings on the store. And I have a little, I'm, I'm not a massive fan of how much they sell the furnishings for. I think they're kind of expensive. Oh, I, I so I've, I've actually shared this before, yeah. at least on my stream. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny because I think out of all the MMOs that you listed, ESO has the best housing system, right? They have the widest range of houses. They have instance housing. You can own multiple houses. They're account-wide houses, right? Yeah. But while you can fully, like, you can get your crafters up to the point where, like, you can, you can get all the different, you know, blueprints and things that you would want and learn those and, like, go through and craft every piece of furniture so that you're not spending any outside cash. But they, like, very clearly designed the system to be a monetary oh, yeah. thing like if oh, you absolutely. go in and you're like you're in the housing decorative interface you're in your house decorating the thing that pops up is literally like a direct pay real money <laughs> to just buy this furniture and put it in your house right now like it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah, interface yeah. and absolutely. i didn't know that when i started i thought the only way you could get furnishing in eso was to do like really cash money oh. yeah and that you could just like occasionally like you could occasionally make or craft stuff but that like most of the stuff was cash so there was like a month where i spent hundreds of dollars on it and i had to like actually cut myself oh. off in eso because i was like oh, yeah, trying a decorating project and yeah and it was actually pretty awful <laughs> yeah so, so you like, can get you can get yeah there isn't as much on yeah. the store now as there as they used to be like you can with antique uh, antiquities and yes. new systems they're coming in they've you can get ridiculous new stuff thankfully more. you can earn it in game yeah. thankfully but that's what guild wars 2 well guild wars 2 will probably actually sell it more i think than oh, be no. able to earn it based on based on the history of the game and like what the amount of skins and stuff we get for achieving things like mount and glider skins and stuff like that well, i don't know, but those are a little, I don't know. They're a little 
different, I think, though, because like furnishing could be something we already have scribing, right? And like there are yeah, items that true. you can scribe that's and create, true. and there's a lot that you can make. There's a lot of stuff that you can do. So it seems to me like, well, maybe they could add some just like direct to buy furnishing or furnishings into the store. We don't have those already for guild halls. So it seems like it could just be a way for them to expand on an existing craft and gathering system and like give people even more incentive and like add more stuff into that. And, you know, um, you know, then people cool. could, could maybe just buy it if they didn't want to craft it or they didn't have scribing off of the market. But like, yeah, I, I think it would work. Like 14 has its own problems with housing. There's so many um, that you could list, but like many other games have addressed this and like 414's like weird quirks with housing. It still is a huge component of the game and there's still so much that people are able to do with it. So I'd like to see it be a little more accessible one-on-one -on -one for players in Guild Wars 2 beyond just having to have like a big group or big guild. Wait, if I go to the just, guild person, I can... Just taking pictures. Don't mind me. <laughs> Wait, which person? Which person, Rita? Sorry, I'm confused. Um, yeah, no, agreed. Like, it's the initiative. No, sorry. Oh, okay. There's, there's, uh, there's a very beautiful um, cherry blossom tree on the middle of a, a single, you know, spire rock. And they put, I guess at nighttime, they put um, a spotlight basically on it from the sky. And looks very nice. This guild hall is extremely beautiful. It is nice. so gorgeous. A lot of the more player-focused leisure areas that they've done for End of Dragons, like the Guild Hall and also the new Thousand Seas Pavilion Pass, they're so beautiful and so well done, and it, it just really hit that that aesthetic feel oh. that I really appreciate. Uh, You've so, got so much background noise, Drew. Damn. Have you, how many fans have you got going? <laughs> have you got, like... Like two. Cryptid say it's super hot there, Jebro. Oh, no, no, yeah, I'm Jebro. just saying. I'm, no, I'm asking how many. Fans the window is open, Jebro, yeah, and I live by the <laughs> highway. You live by the highway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what upgrades? Oh, look, check uh, out the look at look at Paul Pal Gilmore. Wait, what? He's a like I've never seen an NPC wear glasses that awesome before. Okay. <laughs> Who? Jebra's just uh, really admiring the NPC's fashion wars right now. I am. I'm totally, actually. Gosh, uh, this place is so pretty. I actually, so it's funny, I guess when we previewed it, we must have been able to preview it at like, I don't know, upgrade level one or something because, or like, you know, early, because I didn't actually see the version of the guild hall where a lot of these buildings are completely boarded up and stuff. Um, oh, do you want to go, should we go and have a look before I do any upgrading? Let's go do that. Let's have a look at some of the stuff. So, this like, place general, I'm I'll do the level. I'll do the level one upgrades as well. With the favor, I can do that. I think I've got enough-ish. Actually, but there's online housing I've not experienced really. So, um, Which yeah, one? Black online. Oh, I didn't even know I had one. <laughs> uh, that's actually kind of surprising that they do. Um, although not really, I guess. Because. <laughs> They just don't have dungeons or anything, do they? I don't know. Like, they don't seem to have, like, 
anyway bdo has a whole other bdo has a lot of areas that it really excels and i think has been incredibly cutting edge as an mmo but it also has fallen prey to certain elements being more pvp oriented and also having Mm -hmm. like robust pay to win options it's it's a little bit rough and it's so because they were supposed to be releasing like crimson desert or something that was going to be a more pve focused version that had story and all kinds of stuff but I'm not totally sure if that ever panned out, so... That's gone single in a single-player RPG, I think. And that's what it's going to be. Which is unfortunate. Because, yeah, that was actually going to be exciting. Plus, they didn't have a roadmap as well for, like... Oh, they added dungeons? I'm not sure if they... Did, did they actually what? add them? With beer. If they did, then I'm probably going <laughs> to have a look at that, because uh, <laughs> the combat is bloody awesome. The combat is one of the best things about that game. Um, yeah, I love the combat, but then I didn't know what else to do. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that is the biggest yeah. problem because it's just grinding. I mean, and one of the things that is actually when we're talking about housing with all these different MMOs, the thing is, is that like Guild Wars Two system is is actually really good if you've done scribing or you've decorated a guild hall before. Um, the like major restriction is amount of objects that can be placed within like X amount of space, right? But you have freedom, complete and utter freedom to place objects wherever, to float them, hover them, you know, clip them into stuff, move them into things, um, which is something that in housing I've seen more and more, uh, especially in lots of different MMOs, being an option that people really want because some of the builds people do in housing is just ridiculous. Um, so, I mean, like, if you are getting the skill hall and you're going to decorate it, there is a ton that you can do. There's so much that you can do even in the game as it is, but... Um, like we've been talking about with like additional support or even like making this something that would be more available to players like a smaller scale or like instant solo housing where they then did some upgrades where you could put like more items within a specific area or stuff like that like i think we would actually really see a housing community thrive in guild oh, wars too. yeah yeah for sure absolutely for sure. because i want to see apartments in kining city that's a good mm-hmm. way to i would have loved kining apartments um hey jebro have you been to the special decorations vendor yet i have not i remember that Okay. Look at the first item in the special. I'm right in. next to it if you want to see me. Cool. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, how big would you want a, a guild house to be? Like, I guess, like maybe you could have different sizes, like they do have an Elder Scrolls Online. For I mean, if times. you could buy, what do you think you? I mean, I don't mind having this conversation a little bit, like, but what? What, would you want to have like different sizes and kind of it would be a gem thing, or would you want to unlock it and like, what would you want to do? What could I do for apartments or for like, well stuff? for like would you want to buy it or would you want to earn it? Would you want to? What do you want to do? Probably. It, I mean, you, you always want to like... earn things, right? Yeah. I mean, I would I would hope that they would at least kind of like lead us into unlocking it right and then mm-hmm. you could upgrade it or expand it or um things like that down the road i mean even if they just started out with like a room i've even been wondering because with arbor stone when you upgrade everything in arbor stone it's gorgeous but the command quarters are still suspiciously empty and some little part yeah, of me was true. like i wonder if they're gonna make that something that would be like a decoratable room or um so even if it was a room i think like having a way to like let people do that i think that would be great if they did do something though where you could have individual houses or like have a little mini version of something like this i mean obviously that would be amazing 
uh, even if they just took like one chunk of this island, like one building, and you could decorate it as opposed to the guild hall size, that'd be really cool. Huh. So Jeb, you saw it? You saw I the did, thing? yeah. Golden sink, 10k. <laughs> Literally that's... a gold sink. I wonder if anyone <laughs> actually... It's 10,000 gold. Is that an achievement thing? I wonder if that's an achievement I, I wonder, thing. I wonder. That would be interesting. No. Who has the legendary gold sink? I mean, it's going to be rare, right? I mean, it's going to be. <laughs> Introduced MM in April Fools. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes it was sense. April Fools 2020 that it was introduced, apparently. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I thought it was a new thing with this. Oh, and it's only available during the month of April. Oh, oh no way. Oh, really? wow. So it's like super rare. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's awesome. cool. That is cool. Um, okay. So I've kind of looked around everywhere. Oh, I haven't looked at the underground bit, which I wanted to go and check out a little bit more. Yeah, I think... Okay, so I, I'll talk about ESO a little bit more. But, like, they do a really, really cool thing, actually, where you can... You can either buy the 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 house that you want, specific outright, for, like, money. And it could be up to... I mean, I think they can cost up to about 150 bucks, I think. They, they're quite expensive. Yeah. Or you can grind out a zone and do all the quests, and you can buy it with gold. And it's, like, 2 million gold. Now, bear in there mind are... that gold is not there, that as it's not as well, it's not as worth as it is here. Like a gold here, like a gold there is probably like a bronze there or copper, whatever. It's nothing. And there are a lot of houses that are cash specific. Like I, there are some that you can buy with real money or that you can buy with in-game, but like most of the really nice, really fancy ones are just straight up money. Uh, like real hard cash uh but they yeah. do sometimes give away fancy ones like during seasonal events if yeah, you like participate yeah. get it. that's true yeah, the community has to unlock the actual thing i have to get towards the center. yeah it's pretty good it's pretty good it's a different thing but i think i think the store always in the eso I've, I've always a little bit questionable about how much money they charge for things but that's another conversation yeah. anyway <laughs> yeah they've been getting better i mean have, yeah. honestly i think like in in guild wars 2 most people will be happy for just about anything. Um, and yeah. it is like, these guild halls, yeah, like it would be great if we had different sizes of things, like an apartment or like like a smaller house and then something, you know, that would be like a mansion or a state. I see even chat talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like even just having anything would be great because like ultimately you can have a guild and you can essentially get an entire map zone to yourself and decorate that, which is already like, probably yeah. the largest area you can acquire for decorating in most MMOs that I, I've played or know of. Um, but, like, again, how many people are really going to be doing that? And then the upgrading. That's another big yeah. thing. I'm curious, like, how you all feel about the, like, the upgrade methods. I I honestly think they're so cool, and I really love that, especially for the guild halls, you get to, like, work so hard together. But I can imagine that for, like, a single player or something like that, I mean, I don't know, it, unless you were already just super wealthy and you were sitting on so much stuff in the game that, like, you could just upgrade it without a second thought. But, like, some of the stuff is pretty challenging to max out or upgrade. Yeah. So I feel like that also prevents a lot of people from engaging with guild halls. Yeah, this seems pretty... It's pretty immense. I know it's a sink, but it's like, you know, how much does that actually benefit you? Is this purely, like, cosmetic? How often do you go in there? How beneficial is it? And it's like... Oops. Um, yeah, I, I, that's the problem. That's the problem. Well, I've always been like, 
you know do i ask people to so i'm always just like if you want to donate towards the things go go do the things but like otherwise i've never been hard core pushed i know reader geek is <laughs> like a pretty pretty damn awesome at what they do in in the joko guild um because peeps enjoy that kind of stuff so i think that I've, there's definitely a market for it hopefully one day hopefully one day um guild hall generally experience how how good is it compared to the others what do we think this is beautiful it's top notch it's my favorite so going mm -hmm. from the first experience of specifically getting the hall how was the quest oh. in comparison i mean it's it's similar uh less difficult than the other ones i'm guessing but uh but similar it's fine yeah okay I've only ever done the Lost Prespice one, so I don't have that much experience. Oh. But I like this one. Okay. Damn, we shouldn't have done that one then. I think... I mean, I think most of the other ones are fairly similar, right? Like, they yeah. are pretty... Like, a formulaic thing. We, um... Oh, we have Windswept Haven, and I think it's pretty similar with, with another guild that I do, but I, I'm pretty sure that it's similar in structure. So, like, mm. I... I think like we were talking about as we played this one's quest i think feels maybe a little bit more reflective of the actual action and the storytelling and what's happening on the island and the history of the island mm. um i like that it's you know kind of interesting has some little mechanics but i also don't think that it's something that again like people need to block out six hours to do which is good i mean there there could be something to say about like having a really hardcore really intense you know acquisition but to me if you're coming in with that group like we said like crew if you put it out between like five and ten players i think this will be pretty comfortable to do it's not going to be something that is going to be impossible you're going to get through it pretty quick like we did you know um so I, I think it feels good in that regard i would just like to see maybe a little bit more of the extreme flex, like scaling with like smaller groups yeah the overall execution with the cutscene, and of course, as we've been talking about, the quest line with Akane and Kazmir, and pushing forward with like permits, that made it feel much more grounded in the world of Tyria, and not just like this is a side like guild hall thing that actually doesn't affect the lore or anything. It felt more connected, so I appreciated that a lot. Yeah. It's also just so beautiful. Oh, I'm just like I'm flying around and I'm just like awestruck every time I turn around and see some new angle. Like as you sweep over the bay or you like look up at the bell that's kind of set in that like, um, like along the pathway. Oh, it's just so gorgeous. The details are off the charts in this one. Yeah, I'm just gonna be fishing here for a while. Don't. There's a lot of water. Yeah. There is a lot of water. Like I am way out here. <laughs> it is pretty cool. There's a lot. I'm just surprised there's not more oh, fishing holes have, there. Um... My only critique would be that I think the cinema cinematic for the guild hall should have played once you enter it for the first time. Because I totally missed the cinematic from the guild's hall person in Lion's Arch. Aw, you got to experience it with your friends. Yes. So this is like... So, uh, Saitang Province. I was um, when I when when we were talking about it the other time. I was like, this this map reminds me most of Medium Island. But I, I correct myself. This map reminds me most of Medium Island now. Mm. And and look, you even got the Tory Gate in the water here. Well, the Tory, it's like a little sunken. Maybe needs some repair. Do you think this Tory is gonna be um, uh, floating again and like on a nice little pillar when you upgrade the hall? Okay. I'd be. I'd I don't love know. To I see actually upgraded. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, Ooh. I haven't seen it fully upgraded yet. I haven't either. Ooh, has anyone got one? <laughs> that would be good, isn't it? Let me see. How when do you, you change how do you guild maps? halls? Do you, does your guild level reset to zero? Mm, I think everything just switches over, like including. I, I've I've heard that people your decorations just appear like in literally like, the did. same place, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a little bit ridiculous sometimes if like they <laughs> It would be cool if they kind of reset the upgrade mm. so that you had to had more reason to do more guild missions. But Yay! there aren't many new guild missions, <laughs> so yeah, people probably would get kind of burnt out. Yeah, I I feel like. It's hard enough to get a whole group to like upgrade every, you know what I mean? I I do like the idea that like yeah, you would still get to take a journey or that there could be some kind of bonus that they could offer, you know, that yeah. if you did like go through and capture all of these regions or um I mean, I could maybe even see that if you were able to have multiple guild halls at once and you could like select one that was your default teleport or something so then you could like acquire all of them and people could choose and i mean that would probably be again like a massive burden on systems and stuff but like that way too it would feel like oh hey like maybe if you got all of them fully upgraded and you were like you know starting fresh with a new one um, then you would get special rewards or achievements for having done that and you know your guild would in your own headcanon have like this strong presence across all the different lands of you know the world um, That'd be fun. It'd be cool. I would just feel, I would personally be like, oh no, if we like reclaimed a new one and then we, you know, had to completely start from scratch and you lost all the progress on the old one. So Heart of Thorns came with two guild halls. Yeah. If you had to scrap one and only keep one guild hall from Heart of Thorns, which one would you keep? Wait, why? Why are we doing that? <laughs> we don't have to. It's just a question. Oh my god. Because every other expansion only came with one. I think the Hardcorns came with two. They're both very different, right? One is like literally wide open, the mine, right? And then you've got the yes. where the mining is like the big feature. And then you've got the one which is more underground slash. And it's not underground, is it? It's more. Lost Precipice is like the Guild. Gilded Hollow is the underground, the exalted. City. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost Precipice one. is like out in the open, arid cliffs. I don't know, actually. I think I like the, the cliffs. Yeah, I think I like Gilded. No, 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 I think I do. I do like the cliffs more. Interesting. It's less beautiful, keep, that's for sure. I would keep Gilded Hollow because I would like, like, Lost Precipice to be a raid wing or some explorable Ooh. zone because it had such yeah. a cool arid feel yeah. that we never really saw in the Maguma jungle. Wait, is there water and we in that? We haven't much further. Sorry. There Area. is a little bit of water. I think there's water in I every. I wonder if there's fishing there. Oh, there they is. did. They did. Yeah, they added in fishing oh. to all the guild halls. Nice. So all the guild halls have some kind of fishing. I just actually, I hadn't actually seen this area yet. I went all the way north up to the like far outer ring of the guild hall up here yeah. and there's like a whole exposed coral reef yeah and like yeah. all this stuff it's so gorgeous i this is a question for everybody um it's hard for me to say to like choose okay with heart of thorns crew 
I almost feel like the question would be more like people would want to maybe do away, from what I've heard at least, with like Path of Fire's halls, because it does seem like the Heart of Thorns halls are so loved. I actually, I really like the Path of Fire halls. I think they're beautiful. Um, like I said, uh, so like my personal guild has Windswept Haven, and I think a lot of people don't particularly care for that one, but I love it. I don't know if it's because they felt like the upgrades just didn't maybe have quite as much of a visual impact in a sense or if it's just that it feels as though there's like a lot to try and populate i'm not sure but there's a lot of, of open space if it and the sand yeah. is i guess desert is a difficult thing to all of that yeah. to say i kind of wish some of these zones were like also map zones i don't know if it has anybody else feel this because like as i'm going around i mean this whole location is so stunning and it feels like there's so much work that went into this. Like, you can tell, and the love and care and attention to detail, and I just love being here. Like, I kind of wish that there was almost a map instance of these. And then if you did capture it as a guild, you know, um, that visual upgrade would affect things and you'd get to, like, progress the story. But it kind of feels like a shame to have all of this locked behind, you know, just a guild hall where you could maybe even have like additional quests and other things that you could do on it if there was a map zone version and then a version that you could capture as a guild. I don't know. It's It seems like we always come back to this question with Guild Wars 2 guild halls. Like, do we... Th oh, I hate to say it. Like, Is do it we necessary? think they are worth... Yeah. Like, That's not a bad question at all. That's a very logical... And it, it is. It is like a... I, I feel... I still feel like guild halls were a thing where they were like... We've got guilds. We're called Guild Wars 2. We kind of need to put some guild stuff in, peeps. <laughs> like, I really feel like it was... Yeah. It is a f the thing is, the system... Like, if you think about the system of, like, going up to someone... Sorry. Let me just go up to someone <laughs> who's actually... Uh, who's actually... By the way, I went to an upgraded version of it, and the 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 gate to the Tory is not uh, is still floating, sunken underneath. I kind of like damn. that though; it's a ruin, right? Um, yeah. But also, uh, yeah. So, like, this whole system is awesome. Like, this isn't something I see. I I don't know if if anyone played World of Warcraft. I'm not what what their system was. I can't remember what their system was called. Um, strongholds. Strongholds. That's right. They got rid of that, right? I'm pretty sure. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, people didn't. <laughs> that like was that. ass. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. But like, I'm not sure if that was as. I don't think it was fleshed out like this one. But there's loads of stuff where you know you have to really think about upgrading it. You can really visualize and see that. Um, I don't know. There's like, I like the idea of the system. So it's not like they didn't think about it. Do you know what I mean? Like the systems in there. And there's there's loads of there's loads of thought put into it. It's just like like you say, Rook, like I think there what? was a time. <laughs> yeah, I, think was, there, I don't know. There might have been a time where it was more necessary. And especially with the novelty of Heart of Thorns and them first coming out, it was extremely exciting. But they haven't or the guild hall system hasn't been expanded upon in any meaningful way to really come back no. to it. So in a way it's almost like you know, dungeons were a thing and then it got kind of outdated and they moved on to the next thing with guild halls it's it's been outdated for a while but they haven't moved on to that next beat which many people might say would be like personal player housing and apartments something a bit more manageable and um, centered around your character so I, 
I wouldn't mind not seeing another guild hall. I didn't really expect, well, I didn't know what to expect for this expansion, but I've never been a huge, like, fan of guild halls. I'm not, like, stumbling over myself to get to the guild hall phase of the expansion. Nor would I really be for player housing, because I'm just not that type of player. But particularly for guild halls, I know that there haven't if been more expansions guild, if, on it. If you, had some, if you had player housing that was good, you would like it, right? Probably. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I do actually agree. Jeb, I was literally just thinking this, because I think the problem is that, like, guild halls are a phenomenal feature, and I actually think they could be a massive selling point of this game. But the problem is, is that, like, we don't have the rest of the context of mm. housing content. Yeah. So, uh, like, yeah, yeah. when yeah. you're thinking about, like, other games and how they compose housing content, right, people tend to, like, you're tripping over housing items and furnishing items or things that you can craft or you can make or you can acquire as rewards from various things. You're like, uh, you know, you complete this fight and there's this chance of this housing item that can drop. You have all these recipes. You can craft them. You can make them. You can, you know, put them together. Special events. They release new furnishing items. I know, like, Final Fantasy XIV does, like, fan furnishing design contests where then, oh, nice. like, they implement That's in cool. the game various, like, fan-made furnishing items um so that like again like gets people excited but the thing is is that guild wars 2 has a phenomenally creative community i think oh, that yeah. right now the rest of the context of the foundations of like a truly like a housing community coming up um has not really happened because of a lot of the things we were just talking about right that like guild halls can be difficult to get for one player um they're like a massive zone uh so like again you know unless you have a guild make a guild have the money invest in it do all that kind of stuff then you have to level up scribe and then you have to like you know decorate it and with decorating like the system itself is fantastic for that people do all kinds of creative things and like oh, jump yeah. puzzles and all sorts of things but again, it's like you have to have scribe, then you have to like have these little niche items, and then you have to be able to have enough stuff to make those. It's it's like if they were in the next expansion, like even if, and I'm curious to hear what everybody else thinks about this, but like even if they were to release no other features, but they, I mean, like obviously new classes and stuff like that, but I mean like <laughs> like siege turtle fishing kind of features, like yeah. Um, yeah, if they were release nothing else but what they did release was like a fully realized fleshed out housing system where you could have like a small apartment up to your own house up to a huge place like this where you could collaboratively create all this stuff and they like went in and upgraded and updated all of the furnishing stuff and they added in a slew of other furnishing items that could be obtained in places and then continue to moving forward do you think that that would be a worthwhile yes. feature yes 100% do it. Absolutely. Please. Like, you, you're, you're dead on. Like, the the ESO community for housing is massive. There are just streamers that do that. They do housing and they get shed loads of views. People love that <laughs> stuff. People love, like, you know, I mean, people love, I mean, this is, you know, there's many genres of games, like strategy games where you build. Like, building is huge. Um, it's massively like it, it's just relaxing and it's calming for many people as well. You know, the thing is, I think about Guild Wars Two is you can you can most of the stuff you do just gonna sound weird is fighting things. You know, to have to be in an MMORPG, I think a truly and I'm not saying that Guild Wars Two isn't truly amazing, 
Um, I think a truly well-rounded yes experience for an mmo in 2022 is the is the mmo which can make you feel like you are living in a world where you can do pretty much not whatever you want but you can do a variety of things including kill stuff craft stuff create stuff in some kind of way whether or not it's like housing or whatever raids and, and all the things but like i think final fantasy 14 is honestly and i think maybe lost ark and um, from what I've heard and played so far, are probably the two MMOs which probably have got it. I mean, I, I haven't played up to the end of Final Fantasy XIV. I, but the amount of stuff where I'm just like, I go through the game and there's just, you know, the gold saucer place or whatever it's called. And, you know, the housing. And then you've got, like, you know, the really fleshed out, amazing, like, um, screenshots that you can get with that system as well which is stupid that system is stupid <laughs> like it's stupidly good um uh, the amount of stuff you can do and and then i go to guild wars 2 and i think you know what there's there's some sis there's systems missing here that would be that would just catapult it up to that that level and the, when i'm talking about it i'm like comparing the budget and the scope that guild wars 2 has compared to final fantasy 14 which is square and it's like, you know, that's good. It's, they've got different scopes. There's, you know, they've got a different amount of people working for them. They've got different budgets and everything else. So it's, it's about what they prioritize. But I feel like that would be worth it. Like the investment of, I mean, we know that they've made a lot more from this expansion. We know that the numbers are up. We know that things, good things are happening. The communication's up. I, 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 I think, Rook, yes. I, I'm personally, I, I'm in, I'm in it. Like, even if it's not something I will do every day and all the time, you will see new people come and play this game based on that. I think. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think we have seen them take steps towards that. Like fishing is a great oh. piece of content True. that falls into that category, right? Um, and I even think guild halls, like I was saying, I think there are groups because one of the biggest complaints I oftentimes hear about ESO's housing is that like people love the housing, but they do feel like as far as a guild hall system goes yeah, that there there, it's not as robust it's, right <laughs> like one, it's though. literally that like if you have a guild in eso you can just like denote a house that house. people can just yeah. go to yeah. but it's not actually a guild hall that has the features no. that like guild wars 2 does so it's almost like the opposite problem <laughs> in that like eso so supported true. out their housing scene on like a player to player basis but hasn't made the leap to mm. like guild basis whereas so guild weird. wars 2 started out with guild basis but it hasn't made the leap to one-on-one. -on -one. Um, yeah. And I think people would like get these islands and upgrade them and turn them into unbelievable RP hubs and all kinds of stuff. And like multi, you know, like they, you, they just totally would like, uh, but we need the other systems to be that player, like, like player by player individual basis for housing. I think to really make that leap. Yes. I think there are three big selling points for an expansion for me at this point. Uh, I love the mastery system, and I love when it does surprise me with the jade bots. I found those to be really exciting. But for me at this point, I would say player housing is probably an objectively good idea. Uh, the other two would be, of course, a set of elite specs, or if they don't do elite specs, just add a new class. And the final one I would 
recommend for a selling point is just a new race. I think many people have wanted like the Tengu, Largos, Dwarf. Uh, I think those are three big selling points that many MMO players are looking for. New classes, new ways to play, race, and, and housing. Truth, I love you. I really yes. do. But I knew you were yeah. gonna go there when you started talking. I was like, "You going for Tengu?" I know, I know Absolutely. that you're sad about this. The, I, I included the dwarves. I included the dwarves. <laughs> you did. Actually. You were not I lost on me. That. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's weird because out of anything that we've seen MMORPGs doing in the last probably like two or three years is a move away from races adding races to the to mmrpg so it's I'm, I'm other than final fantasy 14 which seems to be an outlier for some reason and, and no, like a lot no, of no, things no 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 we got well they did add the, race, got the male viera there's a whole other conversation that could be had about that oh, though. okay i don't like, know if it's good or bad yeah it's they they have consistently added new races but they themselves ran into the problems that I think keep many people, many companies from making new races. Um, and the big thing lately has been the fact that they released what they claimed were going to be the last races ever for the game. So these two races, Viera and Hrothgar, but then they released them with only one gender. And then they released Ooh. them in a state in which they can't wear headpieces in the game so like you can't visually see headpieces and they didn't have access to like 90 percent of the hairstyles including cash hairstyles that people had paid money for and it's three years later and our current oh. big debacle with that is that they just announced a couple like a few more hairstyles that are old hairstyles that have been ported to one of the new races hrothgar for this upcoming patch in 14 but in which they literally like just chopped the hrothgar's cat ears off and like the hair, it looks horrible. <laughs> so oh. there's, there is something, it, it's interesting because 14 has, I think, yes, Jeb, like you said, made an effort to do that, but they have had some pretty massive stumbles with it recently mm. in a way that has really left the player base unhappy, many of the player base unhappy, which again, isn't to say that 14 isn't in its own way a fantastic game and that they aren't trying to do these things, which are good. It's just that like, I think you agree. I, I agree. Like, Jeb, it seems as though companies have said, like, adding new races is something that's really difficult, and we have seen a move away from it. Um, and yet, the demand from player bases is real. And, Kruf, like you said, it is an actual thing that people genuinely want to see. Either that or, like, massive updates and, you know, um, additions to character customization. Like, one or the other, because that individual way that we connect and embody ourselves in game is one of the major foundational things of an mmo so true oh that's horrible if i'd paid for hair like i mean, I mean for me <laughs> like you know <laughs> if i paid yeah. for hair like and i didn't have the accent oh my proof don't laugh too hard <laughs> yeah it's it's like, hair. god um <laughs> But yeah, no, that's that's pretty terrible, actually. I mean, and especially mm -hmm. when Final Fantasy is at that place where it's like, a, it's it's a triple A MMORPG on like a triple A company. Like, you know, I mean, it's sounds. I kind of want to go and Google that and just find that, put it on the screen. Um, I mean, look, we could that. do a whole we could do a whole podcast just about yeah. like races and adding oh. races to MMOs because each game does approach it differently. Like World of Warcraft style, I think. 
where they decided at a certain point that they were going to release what we would almost consider to be like limited feature races where yeah. like you get less options but they are more diverse mm -hmm. like that was a choice and i think 14 tried to sort of do that based off of wow's precedent and implemented it in like a truly awful way that like you said coming from a triple a game it's like what <laughs> like these are the yeah. last races you're ever going to release in this game and they're in this like terrible like poorly designed half realized state and it's it obviously hasn't been a good solution you know and like i understand guild wars 2's problem especially given the context of like the variation of the core game and everything else i mean wow also dealt with that in the sense that like they had some races and classes and things where you played like a, a separate optional storyline and then yeah. you kind of come in at a point right Mm -hmm. that in and of itself also has its own trade-offs but like it, i agree that there are these kind of features that i think a lot of us would like to see and it does feel like i love these guild halls and i love this but like oh yes housing would be a huge feature around this that i think would give just more longevity to everything else um and races would be something else that i mean we just have to see how they would want to handle but yeah i would not want to see it handled like 14 has unfortunately you know so here's the thing about races in guild wars 2 a new race i mean um, and it, it is basically what you're saying there, Rook. It's that if they're going to release a new race in Guild Wars 2, it's going to have to be a very conscious decision in that if it's going to be in an expansion, it's probably going to have to, at least half the expansion is going to have to, the storyline is going to have to concentrate on bringing this race into fruition, like making a, a storyline for for why they're here, uh, uh, introducing your character to the world and all that, right? So, like, you can't just say, hey, you have a new race now. You could just create it in the, ca uh, in the character menu, and then it doesn't have a storyline tied to it, so just have fun. Just do the expansion stuff. Anybody else could do that, too, with any other race. So, no, they'll have a storyline attached to it, which means that they have to... If they're... Let, let's say we're going to have a new race and a new expansion most of the storyline is going to be dedicated to introducing this new race. And that do you means think they that do it's going that? to... Uh, they might. I don't know if they, they do might. That. I don't think it has to be dedicated. I just think you need mm. a starter zone. Yeah, I'm most MMOs. Well, there's, there's, four, there's four maps in this expansion. That's at least already a quarter of the, the resources, right? I mean, they could do... Well, there were five in Path of Fire. Mm. Yeah. If they really wanted to tie it in as much as possible to the core story right they could do something where you just start out as like a member automatically of one of the three factions and just like reuse all those maps and like have you just do some kind of quest there you know and then like seem like just go into the um like second half of the personal story where things, you know, like narrowed down into that order. Like there would have, there would be parts of that that would be a little clunky, but I could see them doing it without having to like completely make all new maps, all new zones, all new. I think they could do that too, though. I mean, I honestly think that they could make like a living season map or something and then have your like new races stories start there and, you know, have it be like a character that starts from there on you could do that too and then yeah. also have like quests on that map that would just be normal content for players um that those characters would like transition into 
But I, I don't think it's that it's clunky. It's not. Yeah. I don't think you even have to go back that far to the personal story, considering we are. I mean, Tengu, I think, is a prime example. So we'll use the Tengu for example. Yeah. <laughs> so in the case why? of why? Why the storyline, because uh, I said so. <laughs> so for the Tengu, in terms of his storyline, uh, the Tengu Kantha are now starting to travel up north into the Dominion of Winds. We uh, heard this from Arborstone stuff. Not super mega spoilery stuff, it's just like the local Tengu, now that everything's open, they're, they're thinking about migrating north. So in terms of implementing a playable race, you could pick that storyline up from there and have that kind of, you know getting your feet wet with like going outside the dominion of winds learning about the different cultures and having that distrust of like should we open up should we not at the final moment of that you know starter map you're like okay let's go out in the open world and then from there each map is a time capsule so you don't necessarily have to explain it it's kind of something that you'll have to just swallow i mean when we go back to older maps and we've already killed balthazar um in, it depends on the, the storylines. I think now that we're done with that commander, not that we're done with the commander, but they have an opportunity to move away from that title if they want to. From here on out, they could just be adventurer if we do drop Dragon's Watch uh, and venture off into other areas. So they, Will the Tengu uh, have any connection to Orin? No, they don't need it. Depending on what well, they do with the story. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe for future story, I could see that still playing a role, you know? I, I think you're right, the Kruf, in that they have an opportunity now where if they wanted to create some kind of independent identity, yes. I mean, we have a fresh story arc, right? So, like, now, now's the time to do great. it if they want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, space but, is now an option. But the, quest, but the question is. Will like let's say you know I don't know what the numbers would be, but how how large a percentage of the player base do you think would want to play a new race, start a new character, or just remain with their current characters? And so if that's the case, are they going to develop an entire storyline that can only be played by the new race? Uh, if a lot of people won't really interact with it or want to interact. Remember, with it. the most effective way to put a, a, a race into it into an MMORPG is the standard way of doing it. Short intro, their only little bit of story. Pandaria was actually a really, really good way for World of Warcraft to introduce a new race, like having um, the more Tibetan monk kind of style of like, you know, these temples. And then it was almost, it, and also it was a way, it was also like a little yeah. mini tutorial, right? That was a really solid way of doing it. And actually like picking the sides, like which side you it go on. It is a on, little like, bit different though, right? Because in, in World of Warcraft, for example, your character, I mean, I, I might be wrong. I haven't played in a long time and I didn't really pay that much attention to the story when I was playing it. But if I remember correctly, in World of Warcraft, your character is sort of like a small player in the story. Mm-hmm. It, you're you're yeah. just You're just sort of like, you know you're like a Gary. champion essentially like, you're, not, you're a really a cool guy yeah you're, you're a cool good. guy but you're not you're a leader good. you're you're, no, you're no, just no. like a you know an underling almost i actually prefer that what i'm saying is that in guild wars 2 th- we are in a unique situation where the story has you as the be all end all of everything you are the, so, the leader yeah yeah so since that's the case uh, it's difficult, I think, to 
organically introduce a new race that would have the same identity as the rest of the characters. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, I, I definitely think... don't think it would be easy, but I... I it's doable. I do think, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I do think that people would play it. I mean, like, yeah, the question of, sure. you know, would people even want to switch off of characters? I mean, you don't even have to is the thing. I think in Guild Wars 2, I know more players that have more alt characters than in almost any other mmo i play and a lot of that is because like one all of the variation of the core story the different races are so novel there's a lot of things that like look really different on different characters uh not having all all classes be unlockable on one character is another thing and yet they have elite specialization so there's still customization and stuff that you can do in those um plus just the alt friendliness of the game the sheer amount of account wide things the looks the fashion the dyes the collections the you know uh, masteries like people would absolutely make a slew of a new race in this game like 110 percent. i'm not concerned about that but how they implement it i agree would be the most challenging aspect which i'm sure they've grappled with right (laughs) and i think there's an easy way to get around the commander issue uh with whatever race it is maybe you are a commander of a small platoon like going out and so just colloquially even within your own race you're referred to as commander so when you leave people like what's your name what's your title you're like commander and so then everyone just knows about commander if you're a new player as well i mean I think that point is the point of the like being a commander stuff is a bit mute because you can just start the game and just start the story mm-hmm. and from the beginning and from just now go on. Along. I wonder if they'd have to write it like so. Let's say we do get Tengu, and then from now on you have to write it so that because you know how uh, in in the EOD storyline, if you're a Char versus a Norn sitting in that boat, the fisherman's going to say something different, right? So sure. let's say you're a Tengu, and instead of commander, all the NPCs, Timey, etc. I'll refer to you as new guy or something. Like You're talking about if you're a Tengu from Camphor, as opposed like like from this region specifically that's lived here specifically. You mean just like yeah, if you yeah. are? Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I assume. Actually, I assume that um, if you do have a Tengu playable race, they're gonna start them off in the Dominion of Winds. They should, I would assume they that. probably should do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would also tie in the kind of like strange little jaunt that we took for was it one of the dragon response missions where they introduced the like, address? Like, yes. And I honestly, I was sitting there going, it seems really unusual to introduce these distinctive characters yeah. and have this thing and then not use that as a plot device down the road. So, like, I feel like that could be something very easily that they might even be planning just as a story beat for our continuing living season content and additional stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got so hard to, uh, to end of Dragons and I was like, where's Caladris? I was like halfway through and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that Tengu. <laughs> I guess she didn't come with us. <laughs> just chill, just chilling. They're just, they'll come back, they'll come back later. It's fine. Um, do, do the Dominion Woods Tengu ever go back to Kantha? Uh, not at the moment, but the Canthan Tengu are going to the Dominion of Winds. Oh. So maybe when they open the door, we sneak in. Yeah. <laughs> and then we meet up with Caligus and she's like, I'm oh, ready to go to Canthan. I mean, maybe. Like, we just came from there. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's where <laughs> the, the maybe that's where the original Tengu starting zone was. I mean, yeah. Maybe it was a thing, and we just never... I wonder if that's, like... Because that's... Yeah. I mean, that's still a big, massive thing. Where is it? Uh, I'm talking about... Where is the? Where is it on the map? It's by Caledon Forest, to the right. Left of Lion's Arch. Right. Oh, Dominion of Winds? Yeah. yeah. 
Uh. Yeah, I mean, there's like a ton of potential there. And I mean, I think this is, uh, it's, it is, like we've been saying, like there are some certain features and I think we honestly got really great features this expansion. Um, Kruv, you mentioned that Jaipa yes. ended up kind of surpassing expectations and like I felt the same way. I was like, wow, this is, the more I use it, the more I've upgraded it, the more I saw of it. Like I was into it from the start, but like I found it to be really well implemented. Uh, fishing as well, like provides us so many opportunities, just like we were brainstorming last episode, mm. you know? So I do think guild halls, like today, it was so fun to get together and capture this. And I think the work on this guild hall is absolutely stunning. And I do think guild hall content has the potential and is really fun in many ways. But like we kind of pointed out, like, um, ongoing content for it, additional stuff surrounding it, a more robust housing system that would even, you know, get people more engaged and excited with doing something like this, maybe adjustments to some of the flexibility of that new scaling system they were putting in. There are these little things with it where, like, I mean, yes, it's just, like, the potential is here. I'm looking at it, and I'm wandering. I keep, I'm still just wandering the map, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, that's more beautiful than the last place I saw. This place is even cooler. I love this guild hall. It's so cool. But it's, it is tough because, like, yeah, with Expansion 4 on the horizon, there have to be new selling features. And I do think that this is one that, like, ties into that bigger context of other things or, like, races or, um, you know, this discussion that we're having. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting here. We've kind of, you know, we've gotten a skew to having a discussion about race, but I think they are all interconnected with new features and what we might need or want in the game moving forward. Yeah, I'm going to have to adjust the title on this one. Maybe we need to have a specific <laughs> podcast as well. Um, yeah, I'm just... This is definitely a place that... Yeah, hopefully we get to have a look at soon. I just wonder where they go from here with the guild halls, especially with strike missions. Mm. I think there are ways to easily, through UI, just incentivize guilds to group up more often. Because while we're always talking about new features, sometimes I feel like we can get wrapped up in the new feature talk so much that we forget about the features that we already have. And Absolutely. what ways can we utilize yeah. what we already have instead of always chasing that carrot on the stick? Um, but we so haven't true. had a carrot on this stick for a long time, so we're kind of left chasing another carrot. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, I I, I, I still think the guild system, I mean, we've got, I mean, have a look at the, the missions, for example. And I said we'd talk about this. I Maybe we don't necessarily need to go do it, but like, um, unless someone randomly wanted to, I don't think guild missions are planned for this week. Um... But there is some really good, like, missions in the guild, in, like, this is the thing. And they could pertain more to the guild hall, right? I mean, this is linked to guild halls, right? I mean, this is okay. Uh, <laughs> hell, I don't care anymore. I'm I'm running the record streaming button thing. That's all good. Um, But, like, the... I kind of like that they do... They've got PvP and World v. World in there, and they've got PvE, but they've actually added... So this is the first place I would say that adventures kind of were started in Guild Wars 2. Like it's very adventure-esque oh, context. This is your this is your moment. Adventures. Adventures. Sorry, I'm well, like, didn't they get rid of adventures though, to be fair? Like with End of Dragons. Like I felt like adventures got deleted. I didn't see that many in End of Dragons, no. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any. Hmm. 
Why? Oh, but that's so the adventures chat. are more so just dynamic events, like the fishing tournaments. That feels yeah. very adventure-esque. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, they are. They are. Like we need it, we need turtle races like though. That'd be fun. It doesn't feel like we're missing the content. You know what I mean? Because like like you said, group, there are other ways they rolled it in. Um, but yeah, it does seem like the technology on some of those could be fun, even for additions with Guildhall stuff or, you know. Yeah. This, I mean, I don't actually know the last time they update. I think the, the last time they updated of stuff guild-wise was actually skins, like other than the guild hall, like skins for armor, like years ago with half horns. Actually, no, maybe they came with the guild halls, actually. I know, maybe it did. You know what I would love? Would you a love Gen to? 2 legendary armor where you had to do guild stuff. Because Gen 1, you have to do... <laughs> competitive <laughs> pvp world versus world or yeah. raids yeah, yeah, yeah. i love a gen 2 where you have to do like guild hall stuff and you collect like orin's crystals and then you have like an orin armor set um i mean yes you all know that would i was, immediately gonna, I was looking at your face yes. at least <laughs> me as a player no i think that would be perfect honestly like this is something that again i think they need to keep developing but mm -hmm. having something like that uh would be i think nice just yeah additional new stuff to continue to work on even if it does make use of older, like, ideas or concepts in the game. Yeah. Yeah. This is... I, I, I was looking for conversations about guilds and, like, missions and stuff like that, and all of it seems kind of salty and also outdated, like, old as well. Like, it's just... I kind of get a little bit sad looking at this because I when last, last week when um, we had two of our guildies, awesome guildies, like basically arrange like a guild missions kind of event and we would we went to it there's about eight or nine of us and it was cool we got into discord talked to some people i've not actually been able to talk to before because i don't know everyone uh in that way and then i was like damn this is like just a very chill like it's not raid it's not a strike it's not world v world it's not like a really competitive thing sure we've got a little bit of a time limit a little bit of a little bit of a, bit of a stressor it's not really that stressful I was just like, damn, this could be so many cool missions, like just with End of Dragons, like catch this many fish in this amount of time. Mission. <laughs> like, you know, just ship it. Let's go. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, that could be an easy aren't, mission. Aren't there jumping puzzle missions? Or like certain... There are like, so on the one I've got right now, there's like treks, puzzles... And the and the oh. the jumping is in with the puzzles. I think the there are a couple new jumping puzzles in End of Dragons, and I assume there are some for Path of Fire. So, I think it's mostly just capitalizing on what is already there and giving more of a reason to do it than just like the first time go around. Do I experience this? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, I mean that's that's an issue with fishing. I think probably in the future. So maybe yeah, if you tie it to guild guild uh, activities, that'd be cool too. Yeah. Mm. I do wish there was more. Also, I want like more decorations. Yes. To kind of talk about the guild hall and or like personal housing. I think the arena in terms of the PvP is a fun idea. 
I don't really see that many people utilize it because it does have very different balancing from PvP modes. Yeah, I right. would love to see the ability to create golems and target dummies with different effects, like allies and enemies with like break bars that apply conditions that have boons on them, and set up almost like a training area that you and your guild can can go in that will actually like show off your DPS or have these systems to where you can practice rotations in a in a cooperative area with your guild maybe if you're yeah, training for strikes or raids. I didn't have that test dummy though I have not got that in yeah. here. Because we've that seen test dummies be, be nice. spawned. So I would like to yeah. see the arena maybe repurposed to like a combat training area. And I feel Perhaps. like that would also make that more accessible for players because there are so many people who don't know that the training column even exists mm -hmm. and who don't realize that like to access it now with the raids, right? Like if you go to that raiding arena, I believe you have to squad up. Like, so even if yeah. it's just you, yeah, but like you have to be in a squad to be able yeah. to access it. Whereas like having something, you know, like in a guild hall where people like right there as they explore the guild hall could see it or like, you know, you and your guildies, you could just hang out there. Um, I mean, I mentioned, I think, one of the last times we were talking about this as well, like, making the guild halls more of, like, even almost convenience huds, where, you know, um, if you had all done, I don't know, X number of strikes from Eye of the North or whatever, you could then get, like, a portal in your guild hall that would instance you into all the strikes from, uh, like... The Icebird Saga, uh, like how we have the portal in Arborstone, yeah. or how we have the portal in, like, so that you could really make your guild hall more of a hub. Well, that's what Arborstone like, should have been. Everything. Like, I mean, yeah, like, it meant, like, shouldn't it have been that? Should it, but, like, I mean, that's the thing, where, like, how do you feel about and basically transporting everything that's in Arborstone to a guild hall? Would that, do you think that would cause any issues with, like, gathering in the world? Or do you think it would just be fine? I mean, I... Too extreme, maybe. <laughs> There's no well, in between. <laughs> it's, it's tough, right? Like, I think that it's important to have accessibility for those options for all players, even if you're not in a guild. But I yeah. think there are real perks to, like, making something like a guild hall really have a reason that you would go there, right? Like, think about how many people go to, like, the sanctuaries when they get, like, the pass keys or those things or, like, because they're such convenience hubs, right? Yeah. So if guild halls really had that same level of convenience hub, and there are some really cool conveniences. Like, honestly, when I was first going through leveling up guild halls, going through all the content, all that kind of stuff, I was blown away by what's in a guild hall because compared to many other MMOs that I play... They don't have those options. Like they don't. You're lucky if you get anything that actually does pertain to helping and that matters. If you like upgrade it, you know, like mm -hmm. fourteen has great housing in like a fun sense, a decorative sense. Mm -hmm. But like, really, the only things that you get from like an FC house are like you can put down some crafting gathering boost thing, kind of. Like, okay. but there's no other real function, right? There's, there's no not bonus, like upgradable. Yeah minds there's not upgradable buffs from the tavern or stuff like that right mm -hmm. so That's true. to me like the mix of things that you would need would be like convenient mm -hmm. um having stuff like a training dummy would be great too like Kruf is saying because i think as well that would let people just like go in access it not have to deal with squads you could all group there even before your raid night with your guild and you could do whatever or you could go there real quick to practice stuff if they did portals i think that would help too if they upgrade mm. some of the guild missions we've talked in the past about like dynamic events popping up on the maps which i also think would be fun or like some kind of weekly thing that you could do to like defend your hall i mean i think that would be great rates um, more furnishing items yes and more that are like easily purchasable accessible and visible in the game so that it's not just re like relegated to scribe 
Um, yeah. Like, I think they just need true. to, like, expand that a bit more because, um, I mean, I think that would also get people engaged. Uh, and or, like, yeah, fun little things, right? We talked about um, in Warframe, they have dojos. And in dojos, there's, like, all sorts of different things you can do. You can do essentially, like, a jump puzzle course, and it'll show, like, oh. the rankings of everybody. Um, or, you know, like, oh, stuff really? like that. That's awesome. have, yeah, like... So you can see That's like how cool. fast each person has completed it or things like that. Uh, and you could add little bonuses or achievements. You could have little mini games like that. I like the guild missions and stuff, but like everybody's pointed out, they haven't been updated. So it's like, mm. it, again, it's like, there are a lot of really good promising features. They are really fun and unique, but like, they just, it doesn't seem, you know what I mean? It's not like fully rounded in a sense. Mm. So it, it could be a little more, or, you know, we could even see this extend into personal housing and still yeah. have some of those like, is it like the kind of is it that kind of thing where and i guess it's the same you think about drms and stuff as well where they kind of touch on something and the moment it maybe doesn't seem to be working out it almost gets it feels like there is something abandoned to a degree i don't think drms were ever planned to be a consistent feature of content no <laughs> yeah but like, at least but i like, hope not. I mean, not well we we don't actually know I, su- I suppose but like you know i feel i feel like you're right but just, maybe a bad example a lot of the stuff which maybe hasn't worked out you know dungeons in the past oh, yeah. but like um and with guild missions i i just wonder like what i i do wonder I'd love to get someone on about this and talk to them. Like, what what the dis- what the decision was to not flesh that system out more, and and especially when you are creating, it's just, it's just I, I think it's just I'm sorry about it. Um, <laughs> like it's called Guild Wars. I I know nece- necessarily it's not about the systems of guilds, but like the guilds within the game and like belonging and all the things that guilds insinuate. We found some plants that have collision on them. Uh... <laughs> No, wait, is that in the north? That's the end of the map. No, 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 no. Like, two distinct plans that just have collision on them. Is it the coral? And you can, like, stand on top of them. (laughs) This is funny. Is is the Jade Brotherhood a guild? They're a a criminal organization. (laughs) Can that be thought of as a guild? I mean, sure, like, it's a group of like-minded individuals working on something they've so maybe maybe our, our storyline coming up season six is gonna be bringing the guild wars back to guild wars well, with I the mean, speakers you know the what? that wouldn't be awful <laughs> i mean would it i mean it wouldn't be that terrible at all because you're kind of in that's a nice tree it, it can't... yeah i would actually love that i'd actually love a story centralized around a guild like um like that gets formed out of like yeah i would I've been love that, like which introduced proper yeah. systems and like I don't know what I would think, you even do. I don't even know. It sounds interesting to me. I mean, I think the hesitancy with a lot of fleshing out all these systems, right, is yeah. that there there is a lot of discussion about like how many people do that content and like yeah. and you know is this really essentially what you know will be really useful to a large portion of our players now. That's not to say that content that's only enjoyed by like a smaller niche population, like shouldn't be created for the game. But it does feel like in many MMOs, we've seen this almost shift away from like large group endeavor specific things into more like creating accessibility across the board for single player to co-op play styles. 
So like in that sense, I understand why they haven't made guilds specifically the entire backbone of everything, because I really do think the landscape of MMOs is shifting yeah. and that the idea of them being accessible to players and like, I'll be completely honest. I literally was running around doing some return to stuff today and I was like on a map that was super annoying to solo and i was over here like oh my god please like i was just like this is please i just need to do the events and i can't oh, complete no. a single one what map and are you like, on oh i was on oh, is it the lake doric one that has all the oh. and the like and i, I like was, you know it, <laughs> i i mean it's a fun one and but honestly it ended up being that like eventually i was like rook you need to practice what you preach and you need to shout out in this zone and you need to see who's around so i did and then we got a group together and then we were running stuff and it was a lot of fun but not everybody is always going to make that jump right some yeah, people no. are going to at that point just turn off the game because they aren't comfortable with it or they're playing at an hour where other people aren't around or they did shout out in the chat and nobody offered to help or like so I know why they haven't maybe made guild content specifically the exclusive end-all be-all. But mm. again, I think this is something where if they were to bulk out aspects of the game in empowering the single-player components of this and then just use that same work with, like, the housing and other things and mini-games or whatever and then, like, build off of that with guilds, I think we would see a resurgence with guilds and guild halls and groups. And I think alliances for World versus World are also going to be a big part of that. Uh so like that's the thing I, yeah I, yeah i think there are tools in here where they can like split that time but it does feel a little bit too weighted toward like i yeah i i would have almost rather not have gotten this guild holly oh it's so beautiful and i love it but i almost would have rather have had them just take all of that energy and work on you know so i don't know another map mm. in the region or something else until we have other supporting structures yeah that's fair it's difficult isn't it it's it's almost like I, I guess, especially when you you build this expectation of what uh, a package is of a what product is like a Guild Wars two expansion is. We know that they deliver certain things. We know elite specializations, new storyline, new region, uh, and the very bare minimum. But Guild Hall is in there as well now as well. But I've, I I honestly agree that I don't think people would be sad if they didn't put one in. I think they'd have to put something else in but like you mm. know p putting those people oh no it's not the same team at all it's systems teams but like um yeah i don't know it it, it does seem it does seem odd it is beautiful like not to discredit we're not discrediting the work that they've done at all none of us are i don't think that's ever been yeah. a question but like it looks beautiful it looks wonderful it was a great little experience but again you know how often am I going to come back here? If I'm really brutally honest, not much. Um, I'll come and have a look. I, I think the addition of fishing makes it a really, really good place mm. that you can revisit. That's very... Yeah. Um, it's easy. It's local. There's no mo There's no enemies. So you don't have to worry about, you know, your boat despawning or you being interrupted. Um, yeah, I was fishing. I cool. got... I got an ascended fish and a legendary fish, so you can get some good stuff here. Yeah, you literally yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. that's very yeah. cool. I mean, even if they put in like I don't know special achievements with guild fishing in your guild hall and stuff, you know, like they can do all sorts of things. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. I love that it's. If they continue to expand on this, I love that we have these because again, I think that like they can make this a huge feature of the game. It's just about framing it with everything else that we might get, like in such a way that the demand would 
be there and you know the options and things would be expanded upon um yeah i don't know what were yeah. the pillars of guild wars 2 when they announced them no roles <laughs> anyone can do anything no no but i mean most recently i guess oh. it was they're just the game modes they were talking about pve yeah. yeah oh okay Okay. Well, All I mean, right, I, so I, I, I was like, "How far back are we going?" Well, well the thing <laughs> is, interesting enough, from, from what Rook was saying, like there, is, that is a very true statement about the fact that you know MMORPGs, and it's got a lot. It's got a lot to do with access, but it's also got a lot to do with people, as well as the last few years, as well as how we've like as a society. Well, I'm going to say Western civilization specifically. Um, we are live a in a society. More, <laughs> we are. We're a little bit more in. I think like we've gone a little bit more inside because of various reasons, like going a little bit more in our houses. But that that means or apartments. Um, but we've been able to like expand online, I suppose, as well. But in a way, specifically in MMORPGs, you can do a lot more on your on your own for sure. And I think Guild Wars Two has definitely been like people have been upset that they can't do a lot of that stuff on their own, like Raid Story, for example, in the past. Um, Another aspect, you know, like we talked today, you know, getting guild hall is a little bit difficult for smaller groups. It's been challenging for some peeps. Um, so I don't know. There is that. There is very much that idea that you know, and a lot of MMO RPGs are going that way. But then alliances is like literally encouraging you to get into a guild because you don't have to because you can access stuff. You can get put onto into an alliance essentially when it comes out if it comes out. Um, because I think it's still that's still a that's still a questionable thing. Um, betas, hopefully soon. Yeah, the last beta was great. Okay. So like, it's definitely. Yeah. I mean, it'll definitely happen. It will definitely but, happen. Uh, yeah. uh, I think. I think the when is. You know, we haven't really had much info, and like, I I will remain a little skeptical about alliances. <laughs> I think there's something there's something they've talked about the bug. Anyway, with alliance in it is in mind, there is a more of a push to encourage people into bigger groups, into larger and communities. Guild. I mean, you need exactly. a guild to be in an alliance, correct? Well, you, you uh, don't have to. You get, yeah, you don't get popped you get into one, but... but... I mean, it won't you, be the you truth. You can literally not yeah. engage in anything to do with alliances and still be in World versus World, yes. Yeah. But to be in an alliance... Like truly feeling like you're in an alliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking um, forward to like an alliance chat and stuff, which I think yes. will hopefully be good. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Um, and then, yeah, just like so. So there was a really, really good feature in uh, Warhammer Online, actually, um, which I think is. See, this is a good thing about Josh Davis being game director because Josh has played some of these MMOs, and I'm like, I'm seeing, starting to see some of these ideas coming out, and I'm like, there's got to be an alliance chat, man, like, or like an alliance of guild, course. like you, where you're called, your alliance is called something specifically, obviously in World v World, but I then think, you can yeah. have your own entity, like your own guild hall and all this <laughs> other stuff. So and this is this is the bell I'm gonna keep ringing. Yeah, with alliances yeah. coming out. We need a better U- in-game UI structure to deal with guilds and inviting people to guilds, advertising your guild, finding yeah, alliances, yeah. properly joining alliances. Finding a guild. Finding a guild. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. definitely the guild podcast now, isn't it? I think we did one in the past, yeah. but it's been a while. 
I mean, well, I mean we can even beyond even beyond alliances, we have challenge mode strike missions coming. And mm -hmm. I think depending on the difficulty and the reward structure, maybe we will see some small or large guilds start to form up just to tackle challenge mode strike missions and or, you know, bleed into raids. I think challenge mode will be uh, an interesting indicator in terms of how much do you need to have a static group for these strike missions. So coming soon, uh, in about less than two weeks, we will see the, the first mm. challenge mode. So. Yeah, I think MMOs, more so than being like, because this is a big debate that we hear, and Jeb, you were talking about this, right? Like, we have this shift where many MMOs are adding in single-player features, and then it's like, oh, but we have alliances. So, you know, with that kind of context, yeah, that weird. sort of suggestion, like, is this a good or bad thing? I think that it's fantastic, because MMOs at their heart are collaborative games, right? Yeah. But it's about creating the pipeline of, like, how you get into the game, how you experience the game, and then, like, what there is for you to do in the game. like. Um, this is something that we've seen talked about a lot recently with 14 as well, um, where the director of the game, Yoshida-san, has been saying, like, I've started to realize that many players don't play an MMO because they think that MMOs aren't for them. And they don't realize mm. that, like, now we have such great story, we have such incredible worlds to explore, that, like, there's so much to enjoy that previously might have been something that you could really only get from, like, a single-player game because MMOs maybe didn't have that focus on the type of content or worlds that you were looking for. They were a totally different style in and of themselves, right? So many players feel like they can't get into the games. But... Um, the thing is, is that if you can get people in and you can get them playing the game, there is a high chance that over the course of time, they are eventually going to go, oh, I'm kind of curious about this thing that I heard everybody talking about, like alliances, or like, I'm kind of curious about like, maybe I'll try raiding or like, maybe I'll try a strike mission or like, there's this item that I do want. And I just found out that it comes from that. Like, maybe I'll try it. And mm. that's where we get, like, a new audience. Like, that's where we get, beyond just MMO players, like, new players that actually fall in love with MMOs. So it's about, like, creating that pipeline. Enabling and, like, opening up opportunities for us to group guilds, those sorts of things, they are important. Social aspects of MMOs are some of my favorite parts of them. Yeah. But it's also about, like, creating this those stepping stones so that, like, people who are on their own single-player journey feel empowered enough to like navigate and fall in love with the game and then get involved in different components of the game. It's interesting how like, especially like being older now and then witnessing the, the evolution of the gamer, I will say, <laughs> or like, well, there's many, many different types of game because like, it was very, it used to be very different because there wasn't just the different vast amount of genres, you know, that were available, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot wider now, which is great. But like, experiencing even how the the classical mmorpg player is because you know on majority i would say like 15 years ago or when the start of wow and you know other older mmorpgs like group content was definitely the the focus like it will like you you wouldn't have an the lfgs didn't exist for example like you would have to go and get a group you'd have to advertise in the map chat and funnily enough, New World suffers massively because of that, because it doesn't have an LFG for their dungeons. So getting dungeons is getting dungeons is really difficult. So it's hanging around outside, but like a lot of people complain about it. And I'm like, 
this is the way it used to be man like and this is actually the way it used to be like you're complaining about but then i'm like well the people there's different expectations and people on this patient and people also want to just do the things they've got limited time and there's a lot of services out there that do the thing they want to do and they'll just go and do that um so yeah i mean i think the whole landscape is just massively massively changed and but there is definitely like i am that person as well rick i'm completely that person i would rather play with people I do have my mo- my more introverted moments. I don't believe anyone is truly one way or the other. There's a bl- there's a there's a big big landscape of introversion to extroversion people. Where we all fall in different ends of that scale, and then in, on, including the in between. But like you know, we have our moments where you know we do want to play with other people because we're playing an MMORPG. I think there's the unconscious idea that we want to ha- connect with other people and players. Uh, in a world that is mysterious and fantastical. I think it's just the thing that people want to do, right? I think, as I always think that anyone that's playing an MMORPG is, there is some undercurrent of wanting to connect to people in one way, shape or form. Even if you just see someone else existing in the world who isn't an NPC or who isn't essentially a computer like generated character um, and that has their own brain and their own thoughts and their own places they want to go. I think it's very cool um but yeah anyway weird rant over or ramble um it's a bus ride yeah something like that i like the conversation (laughs) though because it is interesting when people tend to look back you kind of appreciate and enjoy it because of the nostalgia but it doesn't necessarily mean that that was the best Mm -hmm. situation and I sometimes oh, I think feel like that is the best best situation. I think evolution in terms of how good. you maintain a player base and or have people play. I think there is a best in terms of convenience. And as technology increases, we as humans also become extremely fond of convenience. So as soon as LFG was introduced in a game mode, that was it. Everyone needed LFG because they're like, oh, this is so much faster and easier. And sometimes people tend to stick to the old ways of how that's how you build community and that's how you have conversation but people might uh forget that once you're put into an lfg group you can freely talk to people as well use that as your mode and your method of communication not just the reliance on finding the group oh Um, yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah. that's what i I always try to do okay that's what i always try to do for like raids and strike missions is like once you form up you always like post your discord or you start to talk to people and then some people stick around and stay in the discord or they they contact you later and you're like oh hey you want to come do raids uh so i think there still are ways for communities to be built up i mean communities have been being built up for years now with the convenience of lfg so i don't think it's entirely entirely lost it is different but oh no no yeah. I don't think it's lost at all. I just think it's different. Like you say, it's an evolution, which is kind of what I was yeah. pointing out. It's just like uh it's how do you but then as a developer, how do you tap into that evolution? Because I think it's still changing. It's very difficult. Because things it's like tech, right? And like gaming. <laughs> it's changed so much in like fifty it's changed so much in two years, let alone five years or ten. You know, then they've got to, they've got to develop those systems over time, and then by the time they've developed them, there's something else. There's a different way people are connecting. You know, and we know that by just social media. If you think about that, like it's just it's actually kind of ridiculous. Um, 
it's interesting because you can get people together, but then how do you like capitalize on that? And it really falls down to the difficulty of the encounter or the mechanics that you're doing. Because maybe the more difficult or intri intricate you are faced with, that then promotes you to discuss more and to really work cooperatively. And sometimes games have an LFG system, but the encounters are fairly cakewalky, so you don't have a reason to really communicate, which is why I appreciate. I think Guild Wars 2 could benefit from an actual LFG forming system, but, you know, now with strike missions, the mechanics are fairly intricate. So mm. you group up with randoms and you still have to talk every once in a while. So I think they've hit a, they're, they're hitting a good point uh, with this expansion. I, I honestly think VoIP in MMOs is going to be a level we hit. We've already hit it in New World. New World is the first MMO. I, I think, wait, is VoIP in Warframe? What's VoIP in? Voice. Voice uh, comes. VoIP is voice over. Oh, oh, oh. No, I don't think Warframe has... Well, I actually don't remember. I don't, if it does, I don't remember either. I don't think it does, but if no. it does, I definitely turned it off. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I I mean, I'll be real. I, I agree, and that I think that that is definitely something that we may just see. I don't know if a lot of games will necessarily want to develop all those features, considering that we do just have integrations and tools like Discord, you know, um, and they, they are aware of that, right? Like, they are aware that many of us use these tools right mm -hmm. um but like i god dear god i hope we don't ever get it in any of the games i love <laughs> could you imagine in pvp <sighs> oh that would be well, fun the, the funny thing is is that i actually was very much in that line of thinking like i actually i think i i do i was like i don't want it because i was in the mists and pvp and i was thinking imagine if people were talking like this and someone came in you, it would have to be an opt-in thing. I, do, I think if anyone oh, ever no. did it in Guild Wars 2, you opt-in rather than opt-out because that will that will definitely put you off the game <laughs> in some of the places you can go to because that's not good. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a different kind of experience, New World anyway. But like, it was just interesting how it was like the option was there and I was like, okay, I don't have to go to that extra step of inviting people to a Discord or anything. I can just talk to some new people in a... In a in a pie, which is which is pretty cool. It's just a cool kind of option. I know we're going. Definitely bit. good things and downsides to it. Yeah. Yes. PvP, it would be. I think yeah. you would have your good experiences mixed with your bad. I play Halo quite competitively. My like in the evenings as a 15, 20 minute break. Like I'm, I just smash out the. I love Halo. I've loved Halo since for for years. I've loved that game. Um, but the competitive side is is very awesome and very fun as well. But they've got VoIP. It's like any PvP game. And immediately, like, you the difference in communication, if one team's communicating through VoIP, like, it's just like, yeah, we're winning, you know, because we've just got that basic ease of, like, communication. So it's like, I don't know. It's interesting. I want better UI and launcher. Also think that streamers are... Anyways, communities... Uh, Light Tower. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. I mean, when I, I well, representatives, I think, you know, we all, all of us here represent different communities as well as the same communities, as well as, you know, this community um, that we've kind of got around the, the podcast as well, which has started to grow, which is awesome. Um, and in just the different games and areas that we play, you know, and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're good people. You should go follow them on their Twitch channels and YouTube channels and follow all the stuff that they've been doing as well. Ow. 
especially Crave when I log into uh, Instagram or something and their story is literally talking about their armpits. Which <laughs> did definitely do. I did catch that one. <laughs> I'm very sad I missed this one. That was this morning, uh, wasn't it? Was that this morning? Oh, All of my Instagram. Yeah, I woke up and my armpits were already sweating. Yeah. I was like, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. This is not fine. This I like is putting reels an atrocity. Out, <laughs> it was very good. Um... But yeah, is there anything else we want to talk about the Guildhall specifically? I don't mind kept talking about kind of more general stuff, or, but I don't think there was anything... I think we covered most of it. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing really more pressing there. Is there anything from Guildhall's 2 news-wise that was kind of coming... Well, Connor, Connor's moving on. Uh, Indigo Book is the new uh, mm-hmm. narrative lead of uh, the fourth expansion, or third, Woo! fourth expansion, yeah. Cameron mm. Rich has been promoted to lead right. systems and encounters. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. end game content exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. I think uh, I get most okay. of my Guild Wars two news from Twitter these days. Same, I do. Me too. <laughs> That's what oh, they you know, we did. Yeah. We did get the blog post that had insight into my trend. And True. the Aether Blades and some of the like decisions with their narrative beats over the course of the expansion and Anka as a villain. And um, I thought that was a really insightful read. Uh, it's it's funny because even hearing them talk about it in that post, um, you can hear them, you know, talking about how they really wanted to try and optimize the time that they had and like narrative devices that they used to try and do that. So things like Mytrin's apartment and how much ground just that one area, if you investigated every single thing like actually covered in her and her character arc and stuff like that um i'd love to see hopefully in the next expansion that they could even get like more time or like i mean they're always trying to be conscious about not like burdening us with too much like to slow down the action of the story but oh, um i'd love to see get more chances to do what more about this what if uh ivan the next storyline season six starts with ivan going we have to go back <laughs> we have to go back and then he brings everybody into the Fractals of the Mist to find an old version of Mytrin and bring her back to life. What? <laughs> like I mean, taking yeah, her out I of the Fractals of the Mist. That would be so, so weird. Oh. I loved her journey, this expansion. I don't um, think you can do that, though. If you're able to take weapons, steal weapons from older Aetherblade copies and use them in real life, why can't you take... But maybe you can't take biological material. Because then we well, could have just taken the Asura the and the Fractal Master. Where are the rules? <laughs> and also, uh, they brought they got they got uh, a- Aetherblade arrow ships out, right? And those are made of wood primarily, and wood is a biological material. It's so steel. I'm with boots on this one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, we did have that too. So that's been, that's been a cool read. <laughs> yeah, I... Griff has become a Toya. That's what's happening. Oh, yes. okay, that's fair. <laughs> cool. um, there is, like, uh, a, again, that article is very long. Um, I do need to read it. I just have not had time. Again, would love, would absolutely adore if this content was condensed into a video. I do like watching articles, reading articles. I think sometimes, sometimes it's nice to hear the voices and, like, see the... Because there's a, there's a screenshot in there of some stuff which, you know... They didn't put in the game. And I'm like, damn, I would have loved to see a little bit of video on that. That would have been cool. Um, I, just, I'm just I would a love a behind-the-scenes video. I, I, I've many always videos. loved behind-the-scenes. This one I wasn't too mad about because it was very particular about the yeah, Blades. Yeah, that's true. But 
other things where it's like full behind the scenes uh, concept art, how like the rigging of strike missions, how they actually outline the personal story, scrapped ideas. I, w- I would love behind the scenes stuff. I guess, cool. I guess like with over the last couple of years, it would be behind the scenes in people's homes, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, Hi. I think Overwatch kind of does that. When they do, yeah. whenever oh, they oh, do their that? news. Okay. <laughs> even if they expanded, Uh-oh. even if they expanded their live streams, like this is a big thing, you know, like mm. we, we talked about Warframe a couple times today. Like they almost eventually developed like a team that just specifically, like their thing is that they seem to live stream Warframe, right? So, like, the, like, streams and stuff that we get, like, videos take much more production. Like, you have to do way more. They're more of an investment. A blog post, literally, somebody, when they have some spare time, writes it up, slaps some stuff on it. Not to say that the blog posts don't have, like, don't show a lot of thought and, you know, details. Because they do, and I love them. But, like, the scale of production and the time that has to be blocked out for, like, official, insightful videos is really different. But I think we've seen some games start Mm. to kind of bridge that gap by having a team that's almost more dedicated to more casual, still professional, still representing the company, but like live streaming. So like, it wouldn't have to always be like a perfectly staged guild chat. It wouldn't have to always be, right? It could just be something where like, hey, we put together like our team that is specifically about live streaming and that's what they do, put together this slideshow or these video clips or we're gonna talk about, or even just, gosh, like reading the blog posts you know like they could do that kind of stuff and like play or touch base or stuff like that too yeah. in a format that i think would be more digestible um but it I'm is on... it's just harder to do those yeah i'm on the warframe twitch right now and they've got it with drops as well so and they've got people on there they've got like it just like looks like little um like talking sessions oh, i can't remember round tables and stuff and yeah, this is really, this is actually really, really good. I'm actually going to show this. Uh, I think it's good. Like, it's, they've got some community managers up there, like, just playing the game. They don't have to be the best players in the world, but they've got, like, this vision, like, these, this cool little UI. It's actually really, really good. And then, like, news at the bottom, and, like, oh, look, look at this. This is really good, actually. I'm loving this. They've really, they've really pushed progressively how they handle those sorts of things. Like, um, I think we've seen some of that with ESO as well. 14 has a mm. community team that occasionally schedules like official community broadcasts and they'll do funny little challenges or stuff like that. And then they also do like their official live streams with the, you know, game producer and stuff. But that's much more of like a sit down and now we walk you through all the things. Yeah, um, official. Like you can definitely see that those entities become like personalities in their own right. Like, and that news just circulates and then it like gets retweeted to everything and then gets, you know, like it just, it kind of goes around in that sense where um, like, yeah, uh, some companies are bridging this gap and Guild Wars 2 has been doing that. It's just that they, um, where, is I think it, still... where is it now though? That's the thing, right? Like that's actually very true. And that was, as you are talking about that, like how, do you think like, they could have continued that. Like Guild Wars Two could have continued. What they they kind of yeah they kind of schedule that they had before. Do you think they could have continued? Yeah, I mean, I hope they do. Honestly, not just with like an expansion release coming up, um, because they, they've done guild chats. They do stuff like mm-hmm. that, right? We have the extra life event. It's not like they haven't, or like they, you know. I just think that it's maybe that they haven't fully expanded the team to the point where like again you could almost free up a group that 
aren't your actual developers that are working on the thing that aren't your actual like you can have that auxiliary like ruby is very much the face of a lot of the broadcasting but i do think they could expand that and have like an actual team that like their main thing would be to essentially disseminate that information keep eyes on the live channel like build up more expectation for those things have drops that kind of stuff like we've seen more games start to really do that or have like dedicated teams that specifically take charge of like the official live streaming in a way that again isn't always like huge official announcements or things like that um more like staying in touch with the community and the player base and you know those sorts of things so, yeah. and even uh, uh, they could do something where once a month or once every other month they do a live stream and with their seeming desire to do more communication communication via blog posts is nice and it is communication but having a, a once a month monthly roundup touch base here are the things that are coming here are some concept art pieces let's talk to some de developers and just you know talk about what's what's going on that could be an interesting way of doing it uh i remember like months of no guild chat or yeah. months of no official live streams from guild wars 2 and the channels did feel a little bit like you could forget about it and sometimes i do look at these other companies and i get the feeling that they are a little bit more on top of of these situations where they do uh, go live and discuss and or showcase community content or art and we used to do this with guild wars 2 uh there were moments where community art was shown off in a live stream format and i, I remember those very fondly it just kind of fell off a little bit there's a lot of traffic there <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I have my headphones in. Atmospheric air blowing and traffic sounds. Uh, it is. Yeah, fun. I mean, I, I honestly think it is a way, because like we've talked about, right, there's a shift to more visual mediums that's happening. Um, and most people that are going to be getting information about these blog posts will likely be hearing about it from some content creator that's recapping it, right? Yep. Like, there are many of us who do actually go and read them and stuff like that, right? Uh, there are many people who post them and all that kind of thing. Um, but it, it is something, again, where it's like, yeah, I think we've seen a shift to the point where this kind of news um, is oftentimes most digested, like, on a large scale, uh in like a video format or an auditory format or something like that um as opposed to just like sheer walls of text people will read like two lines and then like tune everything out you know yeah they'll piece <laughs> like, they'll piece out they'll try yeah. and find the the specific stuff you're right i mean a good way to digest college textbooks is to read the first sentence and the last sentence this is the opener and the conclusion of it and you can essentially get all the information that you need if you really gotta shorten it up unfortunately um yeah i'm just i'm just kind of smacking up some stuff from different from different games of how they they do their communication specifically and uh you know the these round tables that um really you mentioned which is actually very they're very very good they're hour i think they hour like hour long round tables about solid movement in the future of the game i think new world is in a bit of a different place than guild wars 2 but like it's it's a very good video like it's very succinct very much they're talking they don't show much footage which they could do they talk about every they took about everything the community wants addressed they talk about it 
and i'm like these videos are next level awesome they're so good they've changed so much in their game already i'm hoping that they can turn it around for the for the I, the, I, I, I'm not really that kind of person who doesn't want other people to succeed, especially just be, just because it's competing with an MMORPG that I enjoy. I would rather the genre succeeds generally, so more people put games out and more money goes into these projects. Um, obviously, Amazon, you know, probably they've got a little bit of money anyway, so they're fine. Um, <laughs> but like, I really like how they do their kind of update videos, and I think like you know, Ruby. Definitely, like, I mean, I, and I think as well, like, more specifically, you could even delve into more, into other hosts of, like, stuff, you know, you can, like, start getting some streamers or content creators to do hosting. I mean, obviously, Brooke's done, like, flipping reading for, like, the whole, you know, obviously can do that. Um, we've had hosts as well in Guild Wars 2 in the past. I've done some hosting. We've got, like, other people, there's, like, Mike Teapot, other people as well who could easily fit into those roles of even just interviewing devs and stuff maybe on their on the, the guild wars 2 channel um playing through the content like we did with extra life you know like that that extra life live stream where we had to tons of streamers coming in for that event is something that probably should happen monthly honestly and it could do um just getting people even if we just played the old dungeons like imagine doing that i mean that seems like there's something they would not want to do um, I don't want to promote content like that, but like, I don't know. Like, it, it was. I know we've gone way off content, off like way off subjects. I'm not sure how I'm going to title this well, podcast. Well, guild all, but... and community. It's about yeah. the social aspect of of everything. Thank you. I'm actually writing that down. <laughs> guild actually... and community. <laughs> guild and community. All I want to do is more specific one about that. But like, that that's that's going to be a beast on its own. Well, I mean, I I did love that they did. I mean, and I got to see so many of you get featured or like join us on the the follow up stuff after the launch day live stream and the release, right? Yes. Where they had like the rotating cast. I think it is difficult for companies like this because there's a real sense of like content creators do and don't work with your game, right? And like that's that's yeah. absolutely like fair. You know, there are certain protections that being signed under a contract, being signed under an NDA, knowing the company policies, knowing like the level of exactly you know there are very certain specific things that like large scale absolutely i get why they do not just turn the whole channel over to content creators it would be a disaster it would be like i mean on they fire. actually did like, that though actually and it went pretty um, well for 24 well, hours but yeah 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 but like, yeah, <laughs> 24 you know, hours it was, it was but it was more I'm of like a scheduled it event <laughs> it, was interesting. it was more of a scheduled event and i mean not, like yeah. I, you know, there's like certain specific things with that too, as opposed to like we're gonna let these content creators run all of our Twitch streaming. <laughs> like, well, if that makes sense. you say that, but we can actually <laughs> do that. That's a, like that's like a known <laughs> thing we can do. No one wants to. I mean, people would rather obviously you know promote their own channels so they can they can well, do that. I mean, I that's that's where I think. I mean, we we even see this in Guild Wars too, though, right? Because a lot of the team and gosh, even Grouch like literally started out as content creators so like yeah. that's where you start bridging the gap more to like actually hiring people that work in those fields and then using them as part of your team um oh gosh one second i'm gonna sneeze bless you, yeah. right. bless you. repeat report. thank you um but like 
there again there are certain protections and things like that in ndas and all that kind of stuff has to be signed so it's like i get i get why that is not something maybe that large scale happens all the time but yeah i do agree i think that like even just now we were talking about uh you know bridging the gap or like support for certain types of content mm -hmm. if you want to get people hyped about living season one then like this new release this would be a great time to be doing you know talk about the original living season one um there's some great recap videos of it and stuff out there maybe like bring some players on that experience play it the or strike or, get the careers um, and play the damn strike that will like, be do the like, strike yeah and then at the release come in and release that i think it is just about kind of like building out those features that you want to showcase and then how you showcase them to the community so that everybody's on board across a variety of mediums i mean they could they could totally do that they could totally play the strike that's coming up from like that 11 world I, I'm, I'm assuming that i can't remember if there is a strike there is a strike coming with it right for the final episode the final episode of it okay fair enough well when or it, if it's ready now, just play it. I don't know. Whatever. Or when it when it comes <laughs> along. But like they could do that. Like they there's no reason they, they couldn't. I mean, we could also also they could have played the strike um this or one one or two of the strikes from when you know, pre pre end of dragons or something that could have been done as well. I, I, yeah, it's my weird that there is this weird kind of like spoilers, definitely a thing, and I get that. But MMORPGs have had um, PTRs and for the, since the dawn of time, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like, you know, and that's for expansions as well. Like, you know, Elder Scrolls got pretty, wait, actually, is Final Fantasy 14 got a PTR? No, they do Maybe not. They They're one of the. They're one of the oh. weird exceptions in that they have no PTR, they have no... They're very, like, um, tightly controlled mm. about any of those things. Mm -hmm. Very mm. close source. Interesting. Yeah. All right, so maybe not everyone. Um, <laughs> there's definitely games Final that Fantasy do. Final Fantasy and Guild Wars 2 are the one, like the two that I know that don't have a testing system. Yeah, and there's ways but, that you, you know, don't have to, like, get spoiled. You just don't go to them, right? But like, yeah. Yeah. And Guild Wars 2 does have... Like they have you know betas and things like that, which I think are good. I honestly kind of like yeah. having that middle ground better than I do a full on PTR. Yeah. Like I was just recently casting WoW's Race to Worlds first, and it was the weirdest thing to me because I couldn't figure out initially when I was doing my preliminary research why everybody knew all the mechanics for the bosses. And <laughs> then I went, "Oh my god, they played them all on PTR." <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, you can play full expansions on. before they release yeah, <laughs> i was just course. like i was so confused and i was like okay so then wait what's the surprise and i was mm. like oh it's that like maybe this level of difficulty they they only have the written text on like mythic mechanics but they do still have all the written mechanics for mythic except that the last couple bosses this time like time around you don't you haven't been able to run so that's going to be sight unseen for them but like it did bring up some really interesting conversations even with that community where i was asking cuz i was curious you know while we were casting and we were commentating i was like how do you feel about that like do you feel as though this is something mm. where you'd like to see a race in the future where like stuff was a first time surprise for everybody do you feel like you enjoy having this preparation so that you can strategize do you enjoy like mm -hmm. so it was interesting hearing that feedback right um and yeah every game handles it differently i think guild wars 2 does a nice job with some of their betas especially recently i've really mm -hmm. enjoyed that we get to sample certain things and test them but it's not as though the whole experience is ruined as far as live streams go i mean like if it's out and stuff i don't like you can choose not to tune in you know i think that's the yeah, context yeah, we're talking yeah, about exactly. more so deb but yeah yeah that's it 
It's it's I I I think PTR PTR is really important for for bug fixing. That that's the main reason that I because as we know MMORPGs like you know they can only be QA'd so much. Like when you've got them in, out on a server in in the public. I like is when you're in QA. I think you have a certain way of testing that is very unique and specific and very and is a skill. Um, but I think as as the public, you know, people tend to do things which you know <laughs> may not may may not occur specifically in specific ways as well. And um, yeah, PTO is just like another extension of like QA. I, I guess like one of the lot. That's how I see it as well. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily you know important for us to anyway. It was just more of a. It would be nice to see some advanced stuff played through on stream with the option of just being like, spoiler, be careful, don't do the things. And um, just for like, even like build some hype around some stuff. Because I think they did pretty well with that leading up to Ender Dragons. But now it's, it's died. It's not technically like season one is going to be spoiled because it's full on exactly. knowledge. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not something you really have to keep super close to your chest. I mean, lots of events that happen in season one are referenced in the expansion and throughout the game. Mm-hmm. So technically they're already spoiled before you go and play it. It'll just be that like actual experience of going through the motions that might yeah. be new to some, some players. And they're going to change it anyway. I don't think they're going to rehash yeah. They're not just rehash. I mean, they can't rehash a lot of the stuff because they'd have to change the world. <laughs> yeah, they're refining it down and and polishing certain aspects of the story to to better fit the, the narrative. Yes, I think they had mentioned as well that because like a lot of it was sort of your choice where you go, what you do, how you, like what part of it you've engaged with. That they were bringing all those pieces together to try and tell a more coherent like throughput narrative, so that there will be things that. Yes, even people that played Living Season 1 probably will not have seen word for word and stuff like that in additional scenes, but that they, like, wanted to sort of bring together in a more linear storytelling manner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I I think, really, honestly, this is a big horizon for Guild Wars 2. I think they have made so many good positive changes. Oh, my gosh, I can't state it yeah. enough for all of our feedback and all of our discussion. There have been so many good things that have happened um you know we always provide our insight as content creators or people in the space and things but um i do want to just see them keep growing in this direction because like we really have a whole new horizon ahead of us for this game and it's so exciting and um those like little refinements or even like again like we were talking about community even going to guild halls all these different things the potential of certain areas um i yeah i hope they keep kind of developing that further because i think they found some really good tools and they have good good stuff in this game that like can be mm-hmm. built off of and in the community itself and even in our live streaming and the capabilities there like um getting more information to more people is always the goal so that they know what they are getting and what they can enjoy in the game cool i mm-hmm. think we're gonna kind of go towards a wrapping up place but um Next week, I'm still thinking about what we're going to talk about. We could probably season one. To, I mean, it's not out until the 19th. Oh wait, right? yeah, it's in two weeks. I thought, right. well, I thought it was next week as well. I double checked. Um, so we'll talk about that week after. But next week, we'll probably talk about Echo of Our Worlds. Um, right. About the map. Um, we haven't haven't even had a post launch 
chat about the Elixir specializations either. No. There's, there is a lot of different podcasts I have planned. There's also some gameplay, some playthroughs. I want to do some like strike stuff, and then we talk about strikes and play them at the same time. Um, but yeah, loads of fun stuff. And if you want to get involved in some of this stuff as well, you should join the Lightbringers Guild, people. That's what you should do. Exclamation mark Lightbringers. There you go. And if you're listening to this live, uh, not live, then it will be in the description. Hopefully there will be a link to the application form and all the things so we can send you all the info and you can get invited in game as well as send an invite for uh, Discord as well. Um, but otherwise, I think we're going to end it there. If everyone is okay. happy and joyful. I'm trying to like keep them a little bit more little shorter so like i'm not invading everyone's day there will obviously be times when we six hour podcasts yeah a little bit keen about stuff that that definitely probably will happen we're like we're gonna go for a lunch break for 15 minutes come back well we used to do that we did that a couple of times didn't we (laughs) Uh, yeah like a five minute break actually (laughs) it was good Mm. um but yeah the guild hall was really really fun just to summarize guild hall is awesome Again, you know, all the things that come along with that, whether or not you can go back to them, all of, it opened a whole, whole, so much conversation. It opened a whole hole. A whole hole. A whole hole. Hole it in the hole, Chris. <laughs> I'm done. You should definitely go and watch Crave play Elden Ring as well. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be delirious tonight. <laughs> I didn't watch last week, so I'm going to have to come and see your no-deaf attempt. It's great. It's going well. <laughs> I feel like delirious is the best way to play Elden Ring, to be honest. Yes. So. I do. I do. I actually have it. Someone gifted it to me, so I'm going <laughs> to... Me too. And I was like, now I have to play it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn it. Um, okay, so, Boots, tell us what you do, where you do it. Right. Hi, I'm back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Bruce has been like AFK for the last hour. Is this I, uh, to talk about rubbish? Yeah, I was listening. Awesome I was listening. Uh, okay. I, um, I am going to be uh, making some more bad builds. Uh, nice. Slowly but surely. Once a month, maybe. Uh, and uh, they're going to be up on uh, World Avengers on YouTube. And uh, I stream usually twice a week, but sometimes once a week, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and uh, at Boots underscore. And you can find me on Twitter at World Vendors. When's the YouTube and the Twitter name going to change? Oh, the tw- I don't think the YouTube name is going to change. Wow. Uh, he's got too many followers. Like, you don't want to do that on YouTube. Yeah. If he's, if yeah, I did. Following. Yeah. Well, you've I guess Kroof well, Gaming too. to Kroof wasn't that big of a jump. Yeah, that's yeah, complete also, identity change. Also, I got all my uh, used to be eight year old to thirteen year old um, <laughs> Minecraft with my girlfriend fans who are now probably twenty something. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you need to yeah. you need to yeah. feed off of those a little bit. They can they can afford to like become members and stuff now. So you know, <laughs> get into <laughs> MMORPGs. Yeah. Anyway, that's amazing. And I played uh, Boots is Bad Build last Sunday. So on Sunday nights, yeah, I'm playing. But you, you, you were, you were, um, you were trying too hard to play it like a normal <laughs> elementalist. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Wait, so why are you laughing? It's not laughing. He was no, playing no. like a really good elementalist player, but that's not what you're supposed to do with a bad build. No, it was difficult. <laughs> it was difficult. I was like, I had to you do missed something the specific. Spirit. Yeah, you got to go wild with it. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't. I did okay. Like, I got it in the end. Yeah. But it's just yeah. like I tried playing it as a support. Actually, and it's it interesting. Like, what good. you started, 
what you started like going towards with it is similar to Grimjack did the same thing. He started with the build and was like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna move this in this direction more supporty, and it's what much better yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot. Of, it's actually a lot of fun. It's still squishy because mm-hmm. um, Ellie, but like, yeah, it's very, very good. I'll, I'll slap the build on in the background while we're while we're doing outros. Um, apparently the mess is broken the mess is just black (laughs) it's just darkness oh my god um boots thank you very much for coming back on awesome to have you here good stuff (gasps) proof oh my god oh god again (laughs) stretching hi you have the most random stretches like what (laughs) oh do i just go you just okay. well, you're going I... I mean you don't want to do an outro you're just gonna end the call <laughs> no do i just do an outro there's no lead up that's um, okay i, I don't need hello, an announcement crew. all right wait a minute oh <laughs> what is this crew known as crew in guild wars 2's community Tell us about yourself, where you do the things, and if you like to eat apples on a Monday night whilst also watching The Crystal Maze. Crystal Maze? It's a very oh good show in England. I need a Tylenol. <laughs> what is going on? Um, hi, everyone. I'm Kroof. I do a lot of YouTube stuff. I have a lot of builds actually pumping out on the channel, uh, even more on the Patreon. So that is there. Also, in terms of Twitch, doing Guild Wars 2 throughout the week. Friday, I do Elden Ring. And uh, thank you so much for having me. Elden Ring streamer now. Nice. A little, little bit. I'm bran- branching out. I'm like a tree that's blossoming. And it's a is a death tree. It's just kind of wilting. But um, also, throughout this entire podcast, my tear, my eyes have been watering because the fan and the heat. So this has been fun. And sunscreen fumes. So I've been having a great time, honestly. Just slowly crying throughout the entire live stream. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, great. it's great. Well, go it's follow gonna be okay. Thank you very much for coming out again. And joining us on the show yeah legend <laughs> yeah <are> you laughing <laughs> just like you don't know what... <laughs> ah crew eating cornbread off the floor having simplistic yeah. crying during a podcast you know just crew <laughs> just crew <laughs> oh also yeah. everyone go watch my lo- go la- go <laughs> <laughs> Go watch last night's stream. It was um, I, I had a really big announcement last night. So if you want to go watch the vod, Wait, I, it's important. Actually, did you like yeah. actually have a big announcement, or is this like a funny meme announcement that you had? No, no, no. I, I actually had a, well, a big announcement. Do you want to do it now as well? well no, 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 no. I I left it for stream. You have to go watch that. Are you serious? Can you watch it right now? <laughs> I'm being serious. Can you link the vod so I can like watch it? Do you have a clip, crew? If you can't just drop this. What did you announce? Was it a serious announcement? Or was it you like being cured? You go watch it. It's good. <laughs> Let's see this. Oh jeez. Already we're off to a good start looking at the thumbnail. <laughs> Let's see up your nose. Wait, where is it? Your nose is beautiful, Kroof. Uh, thanks. My, my this is a long I stare at you. <laughs> Very long clip, Kroof. 
Oh, thank you for the screenshot as well. Uh, it's a very uh, important announcement. Is it a clip? <laughs> what is this, crew? <laughs> I'm going to play it. I'm putting it on the I podcast. I mean, yes, sure. I've always wanted to stare soulfully into your eyes, but... <laughs> okay. Do I, is this is this appropriate material for the podcast? Uh, yeah. Just, yeah, it's very appropriate. Yeah. I think you've just maybe started a new... <laughs> trend a la asmr i think maybe this is a new thing that's going to be taking off i streamed this under the category of animals aquariums and zoos amazing okay let's go and have a look while we're here i can't i'm so hot you just literally stared for like 15 20 minutes Do this. I wanted to. This is a performance piece. This is uh, very avant-garde. It's very avant-garde. It changes up throughout the stream. I really love it. I love it like a lot. Like it's one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Like four, five, six, or five people came by, and it was just so fun. So long, <laughs> it's so long. It is pretty long. My eyes hurt so badly. <laughs> My goodness. Or if you are just like actual chaos in a human, and I like, I adore it. It's so good. It's so good. Even I ceiling. <laughs> Thank you. It's wood, so it gets really hot, which is why it's hot. What? What is going on with the nose? <laughs> I just wanted, the, I wanted everyone to get very comfortable. We can see you know, the bring it. <laughs> you can see the actual pores on your nose and your and yeah. the, and the, I have like, black heads on my nose and the like bloodshot eyes and <laughs> you know Twitch is a medium opens up far more possibilities beyond just gaming and i think crew you're really you're pushing those boundaries and somebody has to yeah you know? exactly i mean thank you as well someone just subscribed because of that so yeah <laughs> thank you. you you found their <laughs> god i am so angry that i didn't see you're going i mean like i have your notification set crew because i'd never forget <laughs> after i missed the one stream and so like I'm so angry I did not come in on this because this uh, would have made my entire week if I had opened up your stream and this is what this is, is that, what was is that happening. Winking? Are you winking right now? I like I like to it was I, I mixed it up. You it, I had the dynamic blinks. aspect. This is blinking. Double eyes. Blinking. <laughs> That's a blink, yeah. That's a blink. <laughs> you have very nice chocolate, beautiful brown eyes. Thank you. Oh They're you stopped good. the stream. Were you trying to stop the stream by blinking? <laughs> no. Oh, at the end I did. Oh. Okay. <sighs> Wait. Oh no. Audio for portions of this video has been muted. Animals, what? aquariums, <laughs> and zoos. Okay. Yeah, did already. Did announce I thought that was the only... Oh, that's... Sorry, my, my thing moved on to your next stream, and it was a Guild Wars 2 stream. And which is a thing, actually. Apparently yeah. some of the songs from End of Dragons mute your audio in-game. They do. Yes. They yeah. do. They still are, even, even though they're supposed to not do it. I don't know what's up. It's weird. Um, that was beautiful, Karoof. That was a real experience that we just had. Thank you. I, have ex I experienced something there. Karoof's game, yeah. Karoof's gameplay. Uh, that's what I'm going to do on the outro. I'm actually going to show like some footage as long as I got the camera sorted out.
Um, but yeah, Kroof, as you can oh, see, God. playing Elden Ring on their stream Not recently. Not a single death. Thanks for my long outro. I appreciate it. Good job. Good job. Make sure you go and see the things, do the people. Uh, do the things, see the Please people. Please do people. <laughs> <laughs> if that's I love doing people. <laughs> people don't like to do people, and that's okay too, but you yeah. know. No, I mean, I, I guess so. I, I, you know, <laughs> do whatever makes you happy, or whoever. Doing them what? Who's gonna melt and die? We have to finish this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go on. Uh, do your outro. I'm trying to find Rick's flipping channel. <laughs> it's not working. Why? Why? I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do it. I'll do, I'll do it for you. What's going on? Oh no! That's your content right now. Is it Rookery <laughs> underscore? Why is your face not working? Yes. We've been How banned. Was that? That's. <laughs> no, it's just R O O K U R I twitch.tv R O O K U R I. Oh, there's no I underscore. Oh no, not it's only on Twitter that there's an underscore. Oh, I did an, I did the uh, underscore thing. Okay, all right. So Rookery, <laughs> tell us what you do when you do it, and you don't need to tell us who. <laughs> <laughs> That was not like uh, a thing that's that what people I was gonna lead to with. Okay, all um, right, okay. go on then. <laughs> you can find me playing video games, I guess, uh, on no on Twitch, on YouTube, at Rookery R O O K U R I. My first portion of my End of Dragons playthrough is up. It is up now at last. Ooh. So if you're curious about how I felt, how much I cried, how long I talked about dragons and architecture <laughs> and tiny tengu hats you can now go find out and it turns out very long time a very long time i spent getting very excited about those uh so that's up so you can check that out um otherwise you can find me on twitter or rookery underscore the only place that, that exists and then on instagram rookery as well i'm not as good about updating instagram but it's there and it exists and sometimes i put stuff on it so uh everything else you can find is usually playing one of our two favorite mmos final fantasy 14 or guild wars 2 uh sometimes occasionally doing other games uh but for the most part vibing out in mmos and talking about them uh while we try to foster the kind of community we'd like to see just across the board in all games so yes that's me Nice. I showed you playing some Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen. There we go. Oh. Awesome. Excellent. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us today, including if you're listening live or not, or playing and joining us uh, as well. Joining us, you know, in the game, getting the guild hall. Thank you very much indeed. If you want to go and follow me as well, twitch.tv slash jebrounity. Um, you are here right now, potentially, and you may also be raiding uh, as well. Live raiding live right now. Um, let me just put, I'll snap this on in the background. There we go. Um, but basically, yes, hopefully... We'll be back next week. No one will be fired. It's, it's going to be fine. Uh, but yes, I play lots of MMORPGs as well. Guild Wars 2, I would say, is my main game, along with like ESO and also New World. And we're going to play, we're going back to Star Wars The Old Republic soon as well. I stream a little bit less than normal because, than I used to because I'm in internship right now. So if you do want to support the channel, this is how I make a living. So twitch.tv slash jebrouni. You can sub, you can donate, you can throw bits, you can just chuck a follow. And I would encourage you to do exactly the same thing with all of our awesome guests that we've had today as well. I massively appreciate if you support our friends um, and also just anyone else that's ever been on the show and ever will be. So all content creators in the world, support them all. Um, but otherwise, I've been Jebro. We'll be back next week about 12 p.m. Pacific as well, depending on whether or not we can get Kroof to stop staring at their webcam. Um, <laughs> it was my phone. 
It was your phone? Oh. It was my phone. Oh, okay. I can do it in bed next time, too. I think, I think you deserve to... The audience deserves to see yeah. that. You'll never know when it's going to happen. So prepare yourself. Make sure notifications are enabled on Kroof's channel. <laughs> You're going to want to. With my marketing ploy. <laughs> Good lord. Yes, thanks for the raids and stuff. I, we are going now, unfortunately. So thank you very much. Angie Zorik just raiding us towards the end of the stream. And Jane, go and check him out. All right, peeps. Otherwise, we're going to go and uh, raid someone as well. Let's just find out. Yay! We can do that. With, at, somewhere. Oh, we didn't have pretty cool patch holo. There we go. Okay. Uh, how, what's everyone else doing for the rest of the day? Drinking um, water, dinner. eating food, Beautiful. dinner, maybe going to the gym because they have AC. <laughs> That's fair. Can you get like a window AC unit crew? This is expensive. Oh my <laughs> god. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Everybody, please go donate a ton of money to crew for yes. I and nose content and so that they can get a window AC unit. That's all I want. <laughs> Do it. Okay. Uh, we're gonna raid Laura. Yes, I was thinking Laura in my brain. Yay. Awesome. She's a good raid. Okay, peeps. Thank you so much for watching again. Don't forget to, to check out the <gasps> Lightbringers podcast every week. Loads of episodes. Season two, episode four. Guilds and everything. <laughs> See you next time on the Lightbringers podcast. Take care and happy trails.